0: Welcome to Nintendo Dads, episode 351, recorded on November 11th, 2021. On tonight's episode, we discuss how awesome our community is, and what a thunderful world this is, and we announce Netflix Gaming Dads! Jesse, you know what to do.
1: what's up, everybody? It's Marty here. You're listening to Nintendo Dads, episode 351. It's November 11th, 2021, and man, what an awesome, awesome Extra Life. We're kind of coming down off the mountain from that. Tim's already kind of referred to that by talking about how awesome our community is, but uh, we're excited to uh, sit around tonight like a bunch of friends and fans and talk about all things Nintendo this week with you uh, joining me on the show tonight, Mr. Justin Masson. How are you, brother? What is going on? Oh, it's great. I'm
2: I'm doing well. Excited to be here. Um, that's all I have. That's that is that's the it. end of that is the end of the road on that conversation. Uh, how 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 are you, how are you how are you doing?
1: I'm I'm good. It's been a good week. I am currently experiencing something you did just a, a, a few months ago. I am on a sabbatical from work. Ooh, Uh, very nice. This coming Sunday, I will be flying to the house of the mouse.
2: Nice. That's right.
1: I will be in Disney World spending every single dime I have left.
2: (laughs) Well, hopefully not. But I will say they will make you poor. Yeah, for sure. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, hey, Marty. Yeah. Let me see your wallet. Oh, it's mine now. (laughs) (laughs) Yep.
2: yeah 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 well it's good it's uh, (laughs) exciting good i'm glad you're able to go it's an exciting time i'm really excited about it the
1: last time we went the kids uh my kids were uh five and four or maybe it was five and six i can't i'm not placing the year right there um but we had you know like that was the time like we were all in on character breakfasts and standing in line to see princesses and things we're going to ride rides
2: nice nice uh, yeah do you have a favorite ride that you're looking forward yeah, to the most yeah
1: i do um ironically i don't really like rides and i don't like oh. heights but i love tower of terror
2: oh wow i did uh, not ex- i yeah. did not see that one coming did well, not here's you know saying
1: like tower of terror you know like if you're sitting in there if you I, like I'm, i have a very specific request for tower of terror if anybody knows uh how it is like they take you up 13 stories, and, and like, you're in, like, they drop you, okay? And they drop yep. you, and it's every, every drop on the Tower of Terror is completely randomized. It's a brand new ride every time you drop. Uh, Because, they, they, like, some, you know, there's all, there is a 13-foot drop that you go through, mm-hmm. uh, but there's lots of other little mini drops and things you do, and they're all randomized. But you are in a seat, you're buckled in, and that seat exists in rows inside of a cage. All right? Okay. So the front of it's open, but the other parts aren't. And so I feel a little bit better about that. Hmm. So we're good. But I will say that my new favorite, hopefully, that we're going to go to is we're uh, we're, we're in the park five days uh, out wow. of time. We're there. And uh, we're, we're doing two days at Hollywood Studios so we can go to Star Wars Galaxy's Edge
2: oh, for nice. Rise
1: of the Resistance. That and is awesome. I'm so excited. Like, I'm I, excited for you, man.
2: I, like I, I, That's awesome. I might actually start following you on Twitter just for these pictures. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Just. Yeah. And we're going to do like the only bad thing is uh, we tried to do. We were a little late on reservations for there's a place there called Oga's Cantina that does Star Wars themed food. Yeah. 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 Like blue milk and mm-hmm, different things. Mm-hmm. And we were unable to get a reservation. just means we we'll have to stand in line. Uh, but we're going to stand in line everywhere we go. It's yeah. it's totally fine. It's it's cool. Um, yeah, it's just uh, I'm excited. It's the biggest vacation we've taken in a long time, uh, and we're actually it's like two full weeks of vacation. So we'll roll roll straight from that into Thanksgiving with my family and my wife's family. So, spoiler alert: I won't be on the show the next two weeks. So, which I do we know what we're doing for Thanksgiving? Like that's a Thursday. Uh, well, it's um, usually American we Thanksgiving,
2: so I don't care because it's not the real <laughs> Thanksgiving. Um, so maybe it's just me doing a podcast, which will probably do be you, better than most of our guys, shows. So. Guys, do
1: you stuff your turkeys with Timbits up there? Uh, mainly the Timbit Timbits dressing? for sure. Timbits You're coffee. Not doing crisps. anything in my bits. What they you uh, talking um, about? You know, <laughs> can, can uh, I ask this also saw today. Tin? In news from Canada that uh, oh, don't Tim, say Tim Hortons don't say it is uh teaming up with Justin Bieber to release a line of Tim bits called Tim Beebs.
2: Have you, today have, you are, have you
1: eaten any Tim Beebs?
2: To not, today, our our nation mourns um, for the Tim Hortons. It's a sad day in the Great White North. Um, and this is something yes or that, no, have you if eaten there's Tim anything Beebs? that has divided our country, <laughs> vaccinations, education, um, timbits and justin bieber joining is the biggest uh separation the worlds apart worlds apart Art? uh not yet november 29th they're a limited edition but i will tell you tim hortons is pushing those hard we went through timmy's yeah. today to pick up a coffee and some timbits actually are they and on an the side flavor i don't know I, I, I here's the thing i saw i saw it come up and i was like i it's I, like desperation
1: are they flavored Ooh, like wow. sweat, sweatpants and, and disappointment? T,
2: it smells like teen spirit and bad decisions. Do you know what I mean? Like, uh, and, and, like and in a what, is, bucket. what is a country's taste of disappointment? Do you know what I'm saying? Like, that's that's probably what it tastes like.
1: Yeah, so, I have a feeling you're probably going to end up eating a Tim Beebs. I probably
2: uh, will, and I probably will make some content on it. That's yeah, how I work Okay, because I have no uh, shame. Speak,
1: speaking of Tim and his bits, uh, Tim off joining us all the way from Michigan. How you doing, buddy? I'm scared. I
0: mean, I, 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 I'm a lost words now. Cause of just talk all these talk bit, 10 bits. I'm afraid, I'm afraid.
1: It's really an unfortunate <laughs> name for something that is actually really good, which is donut holes.
0: Yeah. 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 Yep. But I, I'm I doing fine. I'm doing fine. It's it's now that we've gotten off of, I'm done talking about work stuff. I'm fine. Cause we'll get to talk yep. about video game stuff. So
1: yes, always the best thing to talk about video game stuff. With your pals, and speaking of pals, up there in, uh, well, on my screen, top left-hand corner, Pal Square, Jesse Waldack. How you doing, buddy?
3: <laughs> uh, I was trying to make a Hollywood Squares joke, but I forgot what I was going to say. But anyway, um, all this donut talk makes me want to hit Kris- Krispy Kremes in the morning on my yeah. way to Best Buy. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Speaking of, I got to go to Best Buy in the morning, too, and that reminds me, there is a... Uh, not a chain donut place, but there's just a place right near there called Jackson Donuts that's just ridiculous. So guess what I'm eating for breakfast in the morning now? Thank you guys.
2: It, oh, we're not we're not guessing. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. I thought we were. Donuts. Oh, really? Yes, I didn't see donuts. that turn. I didn't, yeah, yeah. Just, no, I didn't see that at and all. A
1: surprise. Marty's going to eat donuts. Oh, uh, oh. Yeah. <laughs> know, Guys, here's the thing. It's no surprise that we are going to talk about Nintendo and lots of news, uh, as well as an update on Extra Life. So let's just dive right in, shall we? Let's do it. Let's do it to it, Mr. Magoo. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's how it, well, I don't what? know if that's what Mr. Magoo sounds like, but uh, anyway, our news is brought to
3: us by it's Patreon.com.
1: It's probably been 35
3: <laughs> years since I've seen a Mr. Magoo cartoon.
1: Right. <laughs> and, well, and Mr. Magoo has never seen a Mr. Magoo cartoon, so that is true. Uh, <laughs> and That is true.
3: Anyone who's listening who is under 30 are like, what the hell are they talking about? Right. right?
1: Yeah. I mean, really, let's just hedge our bets. Anyone under 50 uh, is probably doesn't know what Mr. Magoo is. Uh, again, our news is brought to you guys, uh, or, and all of us by you folks over at patreon.com backslash Nintendo dads. That's our discord community and our online home for all things, Nintendo dads. Uh, you can become a part of this by heading over to that URL, patreon.com backslash Nintendo dads and dropping one dollar, one dollar gets Undala. you access to, To our community, to the Discord, $5 gets you all of the channels, $10 gets you pre and post show audio and a sweet art bonus uh, every Mm -hmm. now and then, Mm -hmm. which uh, just I think we're just uploading one of those. uh, Correct? Uh, Yeah, I think, yeah, we, uh, who's running our, who runs that
2: uh, thing? You, you, you are the one who is sending that out. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
1: So, uh, yeah, that'll be out tomorrow. It is uh, some sweet art uh, commemorating the release of Metroid Dread uh, this quarter. And then uh, for $30, you get to be on the show. You you are uh, termed a Patreon producer. Uh, And we are very thankful for all of our patrons, Uh, whether you're at the dollar level or the $30 level, it doesn't matter. You guys are family. You're awesome. You're part of family. Uh, And so uh, we're very thankful for you. And we're also very thankful for each and every person who uh, helped us out this past weekend During Extra Life, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I am so excited to announce that all Extra Life participants combined over the weekend raised this year or this year uh, have raised over 10 million USD for children's hospitals. Wow. Which I believe is up like 3 million from the year before.
2: Yeah, unbelievable.
1: Pretty incredible. We exceeded our extra life goal by almost a thousand dollars, coming in at four thousand nine hundred and fifty-six dollars uh, after a, a whole weekend of streaming, where uh, Tim, Jesse, Justin, and I, and all the rest of our Nintendo dads family podcast, jumped in and did an amazing, amazing job. Um, Fortnite was played, Pluck was beaten, chips were eaten. Uh, and there's still a lot more to come. Uh, here's what I want to do. I want to throw this out right here. Uh, guys, you'll notice that total that I just said just a minute ago, $4,956. Uh, we had a, another we, – we, our original goal was $4,000. We were sitting after that at $4,906. Out of the blue, had a $50 donation made this week. It would be really awesome. If we could, if we could make that a round number, just saying, I would love to say that we raised 5,000 this year. And so here's the deal. Our fundraising campaign for extra life does not end until the end of December. And so uh, it could be one person's donation. It could be whatever, maybe p- folks want to talk about it in the discord, but maybe something like that, like a $44 donation to push us up to that 5,000 would be awesome uh, and you can just head over to extra-life.org and search Nintendo dads and boom, there we are. Uh, make it, uh, everybody reach their goal uh, for the weekend. So just make a donation to one of us and let's push that up there to 5,000. That would be really cool. Now, uh, but some I, of the
2: most important, you know, now as I, while well, we're in this pocket, I believe this is the most we have ever raised. Am I correct, is correct on
1: that?
3: That's right.
2: Which I believe now brings us very close, if not past the $20,000 mark that the team Nintendo Dads has raised since our, our work with Extra Life. And that is absolutely incredible uh in this year we have a couple things i want to say big shout out huge shout out to pdp gaming who sent us a massive box of sweet gear which is going to be heading out right away they have continued to be tremendous partners with us and we're so thankful for the for the group over at pdp big shout out to manscaped you've heard of them you know them we're going to talk about them later but they pitched in this year as well and provided us a performance package 4.0 to one of our fantastic folk bruce patterson For this amazing Triforce work uh, that he has done, this amazing statue that's going out as well. These are absolutely tremendous uh, sponsors and supporters of the show. So thank you. Thank you for that. Now, the most important question that we get asked and really the reason why we show up. Sure. Helping kids is important. I like that. It's great. Video games are great. I love that. Hanging out with my friends. Absolutely loving it. Watch Jesse nearly die because of a hot chip, man. I am for that every day. I will click like and subscribe. But ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, why do you show up every single year? It's to beat the mega dads and ladies and gentlemen for the fifth year in a row, you're looking at the champions the nintendo dads beating the mega dads substantially
1: yet once again hey adam hey john suck
2: it that's
1: right we're the limousine riding jet flying suit wearing son of a guns that was your cue jess don't remember where that button went oh my (laughs) god you've got one job It was the it was the one you just played just a minute. ago. Oh, the woo again. Woo! I, was, I, thought, I was looking for something go. else. There you go. Kiss Stealing, Wheelin' Dealin'. Mega Dad beaten. I can keep going. But anyway, it
2: it it it's, it, it's, tough it's
1: just for him. it's it, it, it's so listen, hard. It's a privilege every year. Yeah. To it, play for kids and
3: beat I, the Mega Dad. I was looking for the the, the Marty Rhodes music, but I, I think I removed that. Oh, there you go. Button. There you go. Uh,
1: yeah, it. baby, we we're gonna come oh, through and man. get over. Uh, yeah, see, here what we're going to do next year. We're going to top up around 25,000 smackaroos for them little chillings out there needing all that healing and the wheeling and the dealing and the kids and the families. It's just a wonderful thing. <laughs> um, yeah, dude, look, um, <laughs> 3 p.m. on uh, Saturday, I was like, I can't do this anymore. <laughs> I had to cash out. And I went home and went to bed. And somebody anonymous, this is like I, I don't know who it is. Somebody dropped like a $530 donation to finish yep. off mine. That was mm-hmm. it was I woke up and that it happened. Yeah. Uh you you guys as a community blow us away every year by your generosity. And so hear from my heart and our heart, thank you so much um for playing for those. And given to those hospitals um you're really making a difference and if you didn't hear it on the stream justin gave away a prize in the midst of our stream uh and that is a pdp controller uh mm-hmm. already given away to brad kaboski Yep. and so brad uh contact us Give us your information about how we can shoot that controller on over to you mm-hmm. and other prizes, including the Triforce oh some God. flip grips, a skull and company grip that Tim's got uh, all the stuff. They're going to be drawn in the coming days. We, we've,
2: Oh, okay. Hold on. We've also got um, the new game and watch, right? We're giving that we away game and watch. We got that. Oh, we're giving away. We're also giving away someone a very free game, their choice, whatever yep, view game they want. <laughs> Xbox, PlayStation, Non-collect- Nintendo. Edition. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. We're not that stupid. Like, I got a limited edition yeah. brand new game. Yeah. So, uh, we're doing the draws for that soon. Uh, we're we're going to start contacting folks as well. Man, just a tremendous success. Hats off to every single person who did it. I Absolutely. saw that. And, and congratulations, you know, Marty. Tim, Jesse, you guys did a fantastic job this year. Uh, Ebisol, you know, jumped in, helped out. I saw Mecha Dragon jumping, first time streamer, right? John, Drew, the guys over at Game Pass News, man, this really felt like, and it does every year. Uh, and, and we talked about this before we launched Extra Life this year. This was really community, community driven, right? Like yep. you can show up and watch Marty or me or whoever play. But man, I am so proud and so much love to the fact that our community is like, I'm in, I want to play. We own the show. I'm gonna play, right? Like, and we yeah. were able to run it from fi- from Friday all the way to Sunday. Um, man, guys, this is just I like so good, and, so good.
1: And can we? Can we? I'm, I'm gonna lift the lid a little bit on 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 Extra Life 2020. We don't know how this is gonna work. 2022? 2022. 2022. I sorry. was like,
2: 2020 Doc, Doc, we're going back to see no, Extra Life no, we're not, again. We're, we're gonna meet the we're gonna meet the Mega Dads
1: again, Doc. No, we're not going back to 2020 uh ever uh 2022 the plan is four dads one One location four
2: dads one location one weekend like no other challenges
1: all weekend extra life 2022 it's gonna be yeah and you're gonna subscribe to your nearest (laughs) pay-per-view sunday sunday
2: sunday I'll need a tired. coffee because it's Sunday and I'm tired. <laughs> I
1: love it. Got a little uh, little Randy Savage there for just a second. Stampin Thank you. you. Yeah, yeah, right. That was that was good. I, I appreciate you. that. Uh, let's move on. Let's talk about some other news. Uh, let do it. Again, thanks to you guys for supporting us through Extra Life. Uh, in a surprise move today, Twitch is now available on the Nintendo Switch. So uh, I don't know why, but as I said to uh, my son earlier, you've heard of elf on the shelf now here's twitch on the switch
2: yes uh, and if you're watching us on uh, twitch on your switch right now take a photo of it just please just, just please, please i if would you're like watching, to
1: see it if you're watching cool. twitch on the switch uh cool. comment and say i'm on twitch on the switch
3: Could we had so the, the exact thing- same thing happen when youtube was put on switch yeah. we had people yeah. share that that was kind of fun yeah. For the yeah, brief moment YouTube I looked,
0: Switch. I looked and saw that there is only one thing wrong with it, and that you can't participate in the chat while watching oh. on the Switch. You uh, just watch. Uh, well, that, you that doing. sounds that's,
2: that sounds about right for Nintendo.
0: Yeah, there's there's no way there was nothing to pop up the chat or participate well, in the chat. That's
1: so. probably gonna. It may it may come. I mean, it may, it may be there. This Jesse. may be true
2: jesse there's a fantastic uh, sound clip of sideshow bob as he steps out from the simpsons and gets a rake to the face every single time can we find that sound clip because that's going to be the nintendo sound clip now which is <laughs> you just about got it and then thump, uh, right that is because <laughs> i cause know is, i
1: could hear it from my childhood thank like, you
2: yeah this is exactly the nintendo thing we've given yeah. you twitch but not but quite now, hang
1: on hang on is it nintendo or is it twitch I bet Let, you it's so. Uh, well, probably because
3: dollars for there diamonds.
1: may be people talking. And we don't want people to interact. I don't know. I'll uh,
3: I'll, I'll look for this clip. We'll,
1: we'll figure it out anyway. It's available. It's free, so there's not much to complain about. Uh, but you already probably have about 15 other devices that Twitch plays on, including your smart fridge. So, um, yeah. There you the go. Toaster. It's there if you need it, right? <laughs> uh, other big news this week is that Thunderful World happened yesterday, which was Thunderful develop, uh, Games' first ever uh, well, published, I games. guess.
3: Hmm? These are games that Thunderful is publishing.
1: Well, I was saying it was their first ever, like, big presentation yes. games they were publishing uh, and this included, uh, guys, I did not get to see this. About how long was this presentation? 25 20th, yeah, yeah, 20 to 20. So, 20. it looking down through our uh kind of write up here it seemed to be kind of an action packed 25 minutes. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it was so only like to,
3: one game they kind of slowed down and talked more detail about, it, but everything else right. is a pretty fast pace.
1: So, we're going through here and hit some highlights of this. Um, from some people who did get to look at it, I didn't get to, what are some games from this presentation that we know for sure are coming to Nintendo switch?
3: Well, I, I don't think there's anything mm. that we know for sure. Yeah. Most, most things if that it's, if it's, if it's said PC and console is probably mm. coming to everything. Yeah. The there thing- is
0: actually one I do know is coming to the switch because it was announced before and they showed it again. And that's the uh, fire girl. Yes. And splash. Yep. I'm really looking forward to that one, and and happy to see that on there again. Yeah. So,
1: there are there were a couple too that were were very specifically said are not coming to switch. Uh, I'm looking at uh, title Industria that was said it was PS5 and Xbox X uh, Series X and S only. Uh, also, uh, White Shadows PS5 Xbox Series X and S and PC only. And Planet However, of Lana
3: is Xbox only and PC.
1: There, there is a lot of of these that say something along the lines of PC and consoles.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Uh, and so yeah. Uh, oh yeah, Jesse, you were right. Planet of Lana, Xbox Series X, S, Xbox One, and PC. And so not one even of these PS5 is, there.
3: Yeah, and then and the gunk. That one's also Xbox only, and that one will is also will Good be available. On I'm game sorry,
1: Force. I missed that one as well because is spanning.
3: Because that was that uh, the, the, the amount of game. games.
1: The amount of games that are um, that were announced are actually spanning about a page and a half.
0: So, <laughs> yep. yeah, the, there is one that really jumped out to me, and it was probably because of the term they used. Uh, instead of Metroidvania, they said Motorvania. And of course, yep, motor, cars and metroidvania, two genres put together. I was like, I'm sold. And that was the Lake Age Through Blood game. Oh, my okay. gosh. I, I, The brief amount they showed me was interesting, but it's just the term motorvania is what's got me hooked already on this. So that is the one that's the
1: one that jumped out to me at the top of the list for me. Yeah, any of these uh, titles really stick out to you guys? Because I think probably most of the people here that listen to us, it would probably just be best served by going and watching this in replay instead of us like da- detailing every yeah, single I, one, I, especially I when we don't know if they're coming to Switch or not.
2: Yeah, I'll give you a couple that uh, start off with Wave Tail. Uh, that was actually a Google Stadia exclusive developed by Zoink Games, and it was released actually yesterday on Google Stadia. This is announced as a PC and console in 2022. I actually got a review copy of it yesterday, or actually today, had an opportunity to play it. It is a very cool game. Uh, it, it's We're going to talk about it in what we... Well, I guess we can talk about it now instead of what we've been playing. Uh, it's an adventure game, fantastic audio design, great voiceover. The art style is is animated, but cool. You have this power where you like surf over top of water and the moment you like hit the water, it feels like you're surfing. It's a really cool mechanic. They've got this like high boost power where you're like, where you're, um, where you're grabbing stuff and coming forward. It's a lot of fun. It's a very cool game. Again, art, sound, um, gameplay. It's hitting really well for me. Uh, And your objective is to kind of collect these sparks because there's this kind of like this, um, evil force that's coming into the area and your grandma's there and, and they've got the, it's re- it kind of in some ways reminds me a little bit of Sea of Solitude when you kind of think of this like uh, a world that's flooded over, this kind of ominous force, um, but just the just the design is very cool. We've got a, a first look that's going up on our YouTube page tomorrow. You should take a look at it there. I really, really loved it. Uh, I highly recommend that as well. The other game, um, Super Meat Boy forever coming to mobile. That one was like, meh, I don't know about hmm. that. I don't know about that uh, curse to golf. Which that's the Drew is, game. That's the Drew game. That one looks really, really cool. It looks like golf story sort of like it's got a little bit of that. It just, it just looks good. Curse to golf is the one that, that stood out for me. Hey, Justin, um, yeah.
0: Out of all these games that are listed, which one do you think Marty would like? I have one that I think Marty would like. You go ahead and
2: say that. Cause I don't know what I, to be honest. Swordship.
0: Uh, ah, yeah, yeah, yeah yeah yeah
2: yeah
1: yeah i i did i did see a clip of that one and thought that was really interesting the other one that i was kind of interested in uh was the one you talked about tim the the motorvania yes uh, and hell pie looked hell interesting mm, okay uh, oh yeah it's that's a dumb right. name okay, for yeah. a game.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh what I want to I, I want to throw this out there. Did you guys notice that none of these titles are 2021 at all for any systems?
2: Other than any other consoles? than the way drop they dropped
1: yesterday. Well,
3: there was a few December games, but none Fire of them are supposed to be.
1: Sorry, w wavetails not on a console, it's on a it's streaming a, service. Um
2: uh White Shadows is December seventh. Gunk is this
3: year. Well, yeah, that's true. Gunk no. is December 16th. Yeah, Gunk but it's, it's
1: Game Pass only.
3: But uh, so And
1: I guess we are pretty close to 2022. So it's just, there was a lot of, hey, this is coming out. This is coming out in the future, in the future, yeah. in the future. It- uh, PC getting a lot <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, this this year. Uh, console, not so much.
3: Like Two of the games they mentioned are PC only, and they're available now through Steam Early Access. Tinkertown and Source of Madness.
0: Gotcha. I think Firegirl was supposed to be sooner but it was delayed. So, so. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
3: I remember yeah. I remember getting
0: Fire...
3: the Go ahead, Jesse. Firegirl is PC on December 14th and on console sometime next year. Yeah, yeah, I remember
1: asking
2: like the press release for that to uh, request a code right. a while it's really ago.
1: Interesting yeah. that none of you guys are mentioning Steam World Headhunter.
2: Well, that was well, that was the last that, one that I would. Yeah, yeah. I didn't well, get to
1: that, that yet. <laughs>
3: <laughs> we were going end list with here. that one
1: because okay. that's <laughs> well. Now we can talk about it and
3: yeah. yeah so what what do you guys think about this? Well, that's the one I'm interested in, just because you know I, I've liked all prior SteamWorld World games. Except for the, except for the DSi one, because but most people don't even know that exists. But mm-hmm. but <laughs> every game since Dig I I have liked, and uh, this this one is a direct follow up to SteamWorld Dig Two. It's a it's a 3D model game. I think it's their first one that's 3D modeled in the SteamWorld universe. And uh, they they call it a third person co op action adventure with head with a head popping twist
0: it's gonna be interesting and
1: I'm a little leery that it'll make its way to the switch I was seeing the same thing I do wish that it was um, like I was hoping for SteamWorld dig three but and uh, this one looks interesting
2: yeah I yeah I definitely think so I I think it looks interesting but I am kind of with Tim I am leery is this actually gonna hit the switch or are they yeah. like, uh, are they uh, are they out graphic-
3: graphicsing it? in it' what I'm going to use there <laughs> I'm also concerned about what the play style is, because yeah. other than Dig and Dig 2, mm-hmm. every game kind of is a different play, game, play mm-hmm. style. You know, a turn-based strategy game, a uh, you know, tower defense yeah. game, uh, or a card-based RPG. Uh, so it depends on what type of game this is is something it will determine more whether I like it or not, because there are certain genres I just don't like. But, you know, as you know, the, the, the turn-based strategy one was an example of, you know, they can make it, even though I don't normally like games like that, they make it, they can make it. So I like it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I'm forgetting what the game, the name of that game is, but I did like that on the 3ds.
2: Oh, uh heist steamroll heist.
3: Yes.
1: Yeah. So uh-huh. a, a turn-based shooter. Yeah. Well, I'm turn-based shooter. I mean, it's like a strategy shooter. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, but
3: it. but it was still on two planes, but normally those are on an XY plane, but this is on an XZ plane. Mm. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, so what do you guys think about this for their first presentation? I mean, do you feel like it was, it was pretty good. Do you feel like could have done something a little bit different? Maybe wanted a little bit more. What, do you, what are your thoughts?
0: I like. I um, go ahead, Mark. Tim. Sorry, I was gonna say I like Mark Hamill's uh, interaction and the setup of it all, and I think it was pretty clever and fun. Um, and, and and his fake tomes.
3: Yes, he kept getting them all <laughs> fake ones. That was pretty funny. And Marty so, is like, "What are they talking about?" Because he hasn't seen the. Actual yeah, movie I'll, I'll watch
1: it and, and figure it out here in a little bit.
3: I thought they. I thought they did a great job. Right. Uh, it was punchy. It was quick. We knew it was coming on. I thought Mark Hamill being a uh, host was great. Um, and he you know even what I mean? made a wing commander reference, which is, again, a game most people probably forgot about.
2: Yeah. You, you knew they were marching towards the one more thing at the end. Right. And so the question was, was it going to be Steam World Dig 3? What was it going to be? Uh, but I thought they delivered really well. And I think they're just, you know, it's great because what they're, I think they're trying to do, you know, in Thunderfall, has really been growing Steam, you know, no pun intended on the Steam world part, right? <laughs> but has been gaining that momentum and that growth um, to now really be a, a pretty, you know, starting to try and, try and get some swagger in their publisher feet around them. And they're really becoming this kind of support for for indie games, which I think is fantastic. And I think they're kind of becoming a top, they're, I mean, they were already before, a top tier indie game developer but nice part that they're moving into this being a top tier indie publisher game as well right and, and i think we're also the other thing i really like about it is we're seeing a very diverse portfolio from them right you've got a game that's directly on 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 google stadia today you've got a game that is just xbox game pass right with gunk uh they're not just kind of sitting in that one thing that they do um and so they're really kind of creating this kind of this mini market for themselves which i think is really important for them and their growth um so i think it's great
1: it's it's almost like an indie super developer, almost like yeah. a Devolver mm-hmm. uh, Digital, you know. Yeah. And and we, I think we could see them do a uh, presentation uh, around E three time again, like just like Devolver does. And, and yeah. most of these other-
3: most of these developers, this is their f- freshman effort. They've they this is their first game, so mm-hmm. it'll be, till they're you know they're putting some little trust in new teams to see what they do. And I'm kind of like, I kind of like that. They're a, pu- a publisher putting it forth a little risk mm-hmm. in 2021. Who would have thought? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It'll
1: be interesting to see uh, how it ends up. Uh, let's talk about Nintendo's Black Friday offerings here for just a minute. Uh, Nintendo, we are heading toward the Black Friday shopping holiday uh, here in the United States. Justin, does this happen in Canada as well? Yep. I think we probably ask this every, does it happen with the fervor of...
2: Like um, nobody's getting stabbed for a Tickle Me Elmo. I'll say that right now. Good for you, America, (laughs) by the way. Good for you that that's on your track record. Um, It definitely does, Um, and you'll see all the advertising on here. Black Friday and go to the brick, and you know, so so Black Friday is definitely something that occurs up in Canada. There is a fever for it. Um, I, I just don't think it's to the aggressive as aggressive of a level that we've may have seen sometimes the us demonstrate but it's definitely a huge thing and definitely a big thing for our markets as well nintendo of canada has already sent us a press release saying here's our black friday deals surprise surprise are similar actually
3: (laughs) i saw the canada pr PR first before i saw nintendo of america's Mm. numbers because so i I want i I decided to wait to take notes until i saw the the north america's version so i had all the prices right So here's what's coming down the pipe. Artificially inflated pricing. If you're one of
1: the people that is uh, out there that still does not have a Nintendo Switch or you have a relative that is just jonesing for a Switch this holiday, uh, there will again be the good old Mario Kart 8 Deluxe bundle offered for $299.99. But this does come with the Mark II Switch. So not the OLED, but the Switch revision. It happened about, uh, was it two and a half years ago?
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Roundabout. So, longer battery life, a little more, uh, a little more stable. Um, it, it was about everything. when Twitch Lite
3: launched, whenever that was.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, so also launching along with that is, um, A slate of discounted games for $39.99 each. Actually,
3: before we get there, uh, that bundle also comes with three months of NSO individual. Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah. So you can do that. uh, Or you can be like my uh, sister-in-law, who when we went to add her to my family plan said, oh, we never use that three-month bundle thing anyway. Uh, So there you go. Uh, Discounted games. uh, These are going to be $20 off full retail. So you can choose from... Breath of the Wild, New Super Mario Brothers U Deluxe, Splatoon 2, Super Mario Maker 2, Paper Mario, The Origami King, Kirby Star Allies, The Legend of Zelda, Link's Awakening, Fire Emblem Three Houses, Astral Chain, which is surprising, but also surprising, Xenoblade Chronicles Definitive Edition Mm -hmm. will join this lineup as well. There's a little something for everybody. Interesting by its um, absence, Smash Brothers. They still want you to pay full price for that. They're paying those Mickey Bucks back for Sora. Uh, so those will be available pretty much that that price is going to be everywhere uh for those first party games. Also, uh, some additional deals. Mario Kart Live Home Circuit will be $40 off down to $59.99, which is a, a steal, considering that they've continued to add to this game throughout the year. Uh as I well as that. I saw
0: that actually at Walmart uh, and it was like a drop. And then uh, all of a sudden they were sold out.
1: Yep. Yep. That'll probably be hard to find. I was going to try to get
0: Luigi, but you know, (laughs) they just were gone.
1: Another uh, speaking of, of being gone and hard to find ring fit adventure will also get a discount and be $25 off, which is now 54 99 guys out of everything. Nintendo's doing this holiday. Uh, th- these are the two biggest discounts. These are the two mm-hmm. best deals. Take it from the dads. Mario Kart Live Home Circuit and Ring Fit Adventure. These are the, like, if you don't have these, now is the time to snap those up. Uh, also, um, there'll be other eShop digital games at a discounted rate. Third-party games will go on sale through the eShop as well as indie devs. You'll just have to check on there. there, there there's usually a ton of, of savings for about four or five days, like over the weekend of Black Friday. So save up your points, save up your dollars. Uh, that is coming really, really soon. And uh, these, um, the interesting thing here is these Black Friday offerings will start November 21st. So actually that Nintendo Switch bundle with an NSO membership for $2.99, basically you're getting Mario Kart 8 Deluxe for free. You can start purchasing that way before... Uh, Thanksgiving, you can go ahead and avoid um, a lot of that silliness. Um, um, If I'm looking, that's, guys, that's the Sunday before Thanksgiving. That thing's going to go on sale. So look for that to go in and out of stock on Walmart, Target, Best Buy, uh, different things like that. And check, too, they may have some other deals uh, alongside that. Uh, One thing I would say that I would avoid and that is this. Best Buy has a new thing that they're doing called Total Tech. Have you guys heard about this? No. no. Uh, it's a Total Tech membership. All right. So for it's basically, uh, I think, $200 a year. <laughs> right? Uh, and it's, yeah, $199.99 yearly membership. You get uh, free geek squad support, uh, free delivery, 20, uh, 24 months of product protection. So it's basically insurance, all that stuff. But... Hidden under there is access to exclusive total tech member prices. And so what they've been doing is selling PS5s and Xbox okay. Series X's and Nintendo Switch OLEDs behind the Total Tech membership.
3: I have seen that, but I didn't understand what that membership was. Yeah.
1: Don't guys don't buy that. Don't do it. No. It's it's like ask yourself how much you're really going to use that. $200 worth a year and just look like, look around. If you want an OLED, they're going to be there. They're not yeah. as hard to find as people think they are. They are a little bit hard to find. Yeah.
3: yeah. Do you uh, add on but, the extra $399 for yeah. six months of protection? No. So why would you do $200?
1: <laughs> right. Uh I've seen people selling OLEDs locally in uh, like the Facebook marketplace scalper section for $450. Get that crap out of here. Just... Make them sit on those things until they can't sell them, and then they're out. That money, stop buying from scalpers. Just don't, don't do it. It's a personal pet peeve of mine. Uh, the more you know. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny because my wife listens to a podcast with uh, that soundbite. It's so, some little kid. So really? a lot of times I wake up in the morning because she's listening to it in the shower. It's like, the more you know. I hate that kid. Wakes me up every time. Uh, (laughs) Coming out real soon, guys. Pokemon Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl. Uh, This is interesting. Uh, November 19th, when you go and buy your Pokemon Brilliant Diamond or Shining Pearl uh, in a physical version, it won't have the full game on the cart. Yeah. Yeah. Nintendo's pulling one of those. Uh, It will not have the full game on the cart. Uh, Nintendolife.com reporting that the game received an update to 1.1.0 earlier today, which is eight days prior to release, that adds the following. So a lot of the game is there, but it also adds a lot of uh, anticipated features that aren't going to be there until you update it like this. Uh, The addition of the Grand Underground, Super Contest Show, Union Room, and Mystery Gift Communication features, the addition of content after entering the Hall of Fame, including the Ramanas Park, and the addition of some in-game cutscenes and animations and y'all there's already leaks out there of this game people are already bootlegging it stop it and they're complaining that Nintendo left in the MIDI music uh in the game the incomplete version of the game
3: hmm. this is why you don't <laughs> that's right why we can't have stop nice things this games. is why they did
1: that yep Stop pirating games. Just okay. don't so, yeah. so if you, you, buy you, the, if
3: you bu- go ahead, no, go ahead. Okay, so if if you buy the digital version on day one, you'll get it. You'll you'll get it patched right right away. You don't yep. have to reinstall a patch. But if you get the cart, you're gonna got a patch. You want yeah, you're you gonna you want to patch it, it first.
1: Yeah, you yeah. Don't start like just wait for the download. But I will say that sounds like a pretty substantial download. So be sure you've got. Well what sucks
0: about this is for people like you Marty who are who, who will be at home get this for Christmas.
1: No. No, we're not getting it for Christmas. No, I'm get just it, saying people like we're you getting it the day it comes out. But the crap people who have crappy
0: internet essentially is what I'm saying. I, I actually have, have this internet.
1: Yeah, I actually have this pre-ordered through Amazon and uh, I'm canceling my Amazon pre-order for it and just buying it digitally. I'm not I'm not going to deal with the physical edition. Because we're going to be where we have good internet.
0: Yeah.
2: We're uh, going to be
1: it, where the good it,
2: internet is, where <laughs> all the connections and downloads, the downloads begin. <laughs> oh, a place where there is good internet, not Marty's house. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah. That's true. It's true. And, 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 and look, the song fits, you know, I want to be. Part of your world. (laughs) (laughs) Wanna be where the downloads are. Uh, Anyway, (laughs) speaking of downloads, for the three of you who uh, downloaded and purchased Jump Force, uh, that game is going to be delisted early next year. uh, With online services ending later, Uh, starting February eighth, the game DLC and virtual currency will no longer be available. Online uh, services will end on the evening of August twenty fourth, twenty twenty two. Content that will no longer be available will be logging into multiplayer lobby, online events, clan functions, blah, 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 blah. Probably stuff that nobody really uses anyway. Content that will be available after the end of the online services, offline content, online battles that aren't ranked and purchased DLC content.
3: Yeah, which is why and I then, said for the three of you who bought it. Yeah, because...
1: nobody bought that game. I don't know. They probably <laughs> did Now, Now we're going to get all the people like I bought it. Well, anyway, uh, and in the uh, next up, I'd like to call this next new se- segment Ha Ha, We Told You So. Uh, St- the Steam Deck has now been delayed for two months. Yeah. Also, the Playdate has also been delayed by many months. <laughs> Uh, Steam Deck, uh, people who've pre-ordered this will get to keep their places in line. But of course, supply chain issues and material shortages are said to be the reason with future shipments, uh, meaning the first set of shipments being planned for February 2022. So that's not really that big. But if you were hoping for this for Christmas, we're sorry for you. Uh, it just means that you'll have more time to work up those hand muscles to hold that massive unit Uh, and actually play those games. That's what she said. Uh, Also, uh, play date uh, has been delayed. Uh, The first 20,000 units were planned to be shipped before the end of the year. They'll now be shipping in early 2022. Uh, The next 20,000 units will be delayed to the second half of 2022 with other delays following into 2023. If you pre-ordered like some people did, you receive an email indicating which of the five 10,000-unit groups you're in. Uh, But they did confirm that if somebody ahead of you cancels their order, you'll move up accordingly. Uh, So if you're in uh, low in Group 3, you might be moved into Group 2. And it's actually they've had some problems with this. Faulty batteries in the first 5,000 units uh, are part of the problems, but they've also had CPU shortages. Uh, They also then went on to announce a public beta of the Playdate SDK named Pulp. Which will be available in January with a full public release in February, so people can develop games for it. Tim, did you pre-order the play dates? Yeah. Which group, so this is group. Be, you yes, in? I did. Which group were you in?
0: It said I was in group two.
1: So, okay, I'm also, so I'm, yours. I'm also looking in second two. half of 2022 for you. Man. No, no. No, we're still we're still no. in
3: the early one. Yes. Oh. Okay. We, Group groups one and two were late twenty twenty one. Now we're in early 2022. Oh, okay. So you both of you both
1: of you pre ordered this.
3: Yes. Yes.
1: I wanted to. I just didn't have the funds at the time. I wish I had. Of. Uh, looks like I'm probably going to be waiting until twenty twenty three for this now.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's. Uh, it's it, I, it was fun reading it. that. I, I like how they t- said it though. They were just like, "It's congratulations on the you know the first email," but then. <laughs> They are like we got bad news. <laughs> so, yeah, it was it was it, it was still nice communication uh because yeah. it's what we always ask for from companies who yeah. are going to have delays is just
3: communicate. Talk to us. I don't, talk, I don't yeah,
1: say something.
3: Yes. I don't remember which I think, I think it might have been the planet of Lana's developer wishfully uh but one of the developers in the Thunderful World presentation it, it made, made is making a game for Playdate and we'll be yeah, part of their season one games. Yep. I just forget which one it is. I didn't note it.
1: Also of note, I think, as you say something about wanting people to talk about things, uh, Chicken Wiggle. Yeah, um, fails, <laughs> That's what I was thinking of when de-
3: I said that. It got delayed, guys. It got delayed to Justin. Tweet. Justin's like, oh, no. Yeah. Like the, day after, do- the day after I heard people complaining on Twitter, we haven't had an update in over a year. He pushes an update. <laughs>
1: Yeah, um, I'm not gonna say anything about like here's the deal. Um I've I've loved a lot of games that Jules has made. I think that he got a lot more games made when he was with Renegade Kid and not a Tui. Maybe I'm wrong in that summation. It's like it seems like a lot of those a lot of those games came out before the split. Um I really wanna believe that there's more to this story than is is being talked about as a guy who has made those good games i want him to succeed but i also understand the frustration so is it is it able? are we able to see both sides of the coin here is that okay that we can see both sides of the coin i think yeah.
2: that you can right I, well I, well here's here's you know so i'm going to talk us down off the
1: ledge here Right. I'm not on the, I, no, no, I know,
3: you're not. I, I know you're not, I know hear you're not. I know you're not. me When I say not. this as yeah.
1: someone who backs $10, I am not yes. on a ledge Yeah. as someone who, back, <laughs> there was somebody in this call that backed a hundred dollars.
2: I know somebody They may
1: be
3: backed, on a ledge.
2: I, I know somebody who backed $400. Yeah.
3: I think, I think I know of someone who backed 500. Um. Yeah. So go I ahead. think,
2: I mean, but, but say what you're going to say. I think that, you know, it is okay to. I think it's okay to have a conversation about this, right? And to be open to both sides of it. Um, you know, I've talked about it before, when someone gets something from Kickstarter, you never really know how long it's going to take or what's going to happen. So there, there is that, right? Um, I, I think you can definitely be disappointed and frustrated for sure. Um, but I also think that we just have to treat each other. every. And this is not, Marty, let me be very clear. This is not a shot at you, right? This is shot in just general in life in, 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 in just the world at large, we need to learn to give grace. Oh. Right. And, and so
1: absolutely no, and I so, do not take that hey, as a shot at all.
2: Awesome. And I, and that's not just about a video game that we have backed uh, uh, on, a you know, Kickstarter, but it's about giving grace to people about looking to seek to understand perspectives. It's, and I think as we, as parents, we, as fathers have to model that grace Right. And saying like, Hey, yeah. l- help me understand. Hey, you know, it's okay to be upset. It's okay to be disappointed. We don't know the challenges that he's going through with it. Um, so I'm happy that a communication was put out inevitably when chicken wiggle shows up, we're going to play it. Oh, absolutely. Um, right. Can, uh,
1: can, I, can I say this? And I want to say this in a way of, <sighs> I really hesitate to even say it. I, I want you to know that struggle with this. Because it, it's going to sound like, oh, Marty, how virtuous you are. If you followed me around for a day or a week, you would know how, how much I fall short. Okay. But I've I've said some not very nice and very unfair things about Jules on the show. And I reached out to him about six months ago and apologized. Mm-hmm. Pub- privately. I didn't do it publicly because I didn't want people going, oh, look. Uh, I just sent him a, a DM. And said, "Dude, I've, I feel like I've been pretty unfair to you, and I'm sorry for that, because I haven't shown you the grace that I would want to be shown to me, mm-hmm. just like you just said." Um, and he responded, and we had a, we had a fairly good conversation there around that. Um, and so, hear me when I say this: that I'm not I, like I don't say that in like, oh, it's delayed again to bust his balls. I'm disappointed it's delayed again. I would like to play the game. I thought it was good on three DS. Um, I just, I wish it was already here. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I want it to succeed for him because I want him to make other good games. Yeah. Okay. Like I want him to make those other games that I know he has on the burner. Yeah. Not pick to because I don't like Pick cross. Uh, but I mean, if you want oh, yeah. to make like, I, Zio, if I you want to do wasn't wasn't Drift the great cross game.
2: Yes. Roger knots has been out there forever. That was a that, 3DS game
1: rumored yeah, right, right, right. six years ago. Right. Right. I'm just saying I felt like it was news. I felt like when they bring it up, there it is. Yep. Um, speaking of other a couple little other news beats here, Netflix, Netflix has launched an Apple arcade like service for their subscribers, uh, involving five games that you can play now if you have the service. Is that on uh,
3: Android though only right now? It is no, it, it is it, Android. It, no, it just released an iOS earlier this week. Oh, yeah. The, some people have said said that their Netflix app is showing a games tab. Mine is not. But if I search for games in the search bar, they do show up. Top yeah. bottom, and you tap on them, and then they bring you to the App Store page so you can download it and yes. play it. Yes,
1: so if you have a Netflix account, you're going to be able to go and download the individual game apps on iOS and Android devices. Yeah. So However, my understanding, this, the... works,
3: this works like Apple Arcade. Apple, that's how Apple Arcade works too. You still you do, you still download the app separately, but with yeah. the subscription, you can play it for free. But now
1: on the uh, like, if you're playing on if you're on the desktop, like on a on a computer or PC Mac MacBook whatever, you can play these natively in the browser. Is that correct? That I don't know. Okay, so somebody out there can tell us that. I don't, I don't know either. But that is bundled in with your subscription. Currently, right now, uh, those games are uh, two Stranger Things games. Um and that was a card
3: I, game of some sort, like a card like.
1: blast, shooting hoops, and teeter up. I sound like this is this winners. is such a
2: we have we had I don't think we really had this
1: conversation,
2: right? About Netflix getting into the gaming space because I think this is this is interesting, right? They made this, they made this like it's it's a very different level of interesting, right? I mean, it's not compete, it's not competing in the Nintendo and Xbox and PlayStation space. Right. And I would argue really what the spaces is trying to compete in is the Apple arcade space, which is a great um, analogy you put there, um, Marty. Right. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like the the every every person who says they're not a gamer gamer. Do you know what I mean? Like, you know, your (laughs) your your mom or your dad who's like, I don't play video games. You're like, Mom, you just candy crushed it for the last three hours while watching Dr. Phil. Don't give me this BS that you ain't playing video games. Right. So they've, they've created this accessibility of like, hey, If I'm already and the other nice part about it is it's well, if I'm already paying for it, right? If I'm already paying for it as part of my Netflix subscription and it's easily accessible for me, I may jump in. This is another now
3: they haven't increased the risk. Yeah, they haven't
2: increased it yet. (laughs) I think this is a great example of, of again that industry understanding that what is the additional value we add, right? And we talk about this idea of value add a lot. Right. So I understand You know, when I'm and this is also the combat, the fact that recently Netflix has seen some seen subscription numbers drop. Right. Well, guess why? It's because now you're in a crowded streaming service. Right. When you've got something like Disney Plus, you know, Apple, Apple, Apple's TV service. Like you've got so many streaming services where Netflix used to be the big dog that now the attention, the options are being diluted. Right. And this is the case with video games as well. When there's one or two big dogs, that's it. But when there's five or six big dogs, you only have so much time and energy. So you have to decide which one to go to. But what Netflix is trying to do here is make a strategy of you're already paying for it. Let me add, give you more value. But the idea already being is that it it is perceived value because you're already paying for it. They're like, oh, here's another reason you should stay. We're giving you this for free, right? It's another hook in there. It's a really interesting thing. And again, it's a great example of large companies Look at Amazon. I see it was called out here by Mecca. Look at Google, Netflix. Right, these big organizations and companies who own IPs. Right, so look at Stranger Things again. That's an IP that they own. Looking to looking to expand their kind of multiverse, or sorry, expand their universe of, of subscriptions and bringing people by offer video games as kind of a gateway to continue to be connected with that content as well. I don't think it's going to be successful. I don't think it's going anywhere. We're going to see some games on it. It'll be a little bit of fun, probably. But I don't know if this has the staying power. But again, I think, and this is also why people bust my balls a little bit about oh, Luna, Google, Stadia, blah, blah, blah. I think anytime that there's some gaming happening in a gaming space, it helps to move the organ the industry forward, right? It challenges our thought, it brings in more users, it, it can create innovation, which I think are good things. So despite the fact that I don't think it's going to have a massive hold, I think it's still an interesting thing from a yeah. business perspective. A It'll be very game interesting to watch. can't
3: exist until you have a bunch of crap ones that's exactly teaching it. people how well, to not and, do it.
1: And let me let me say this. This is not the first game that's been on Netflix. Minecraft nope. Story Mode has been on Netflix for a while. And, yes. and here's the thing. Before Understand. you knock on it a little bit, they're actually getting on, soon after November 16th's launch on Switch and PC – uh, they will be getting uh, Hex Tech Mayhem, mm-hmm. a League of Legends story, yeah. which uh, is being described as Bit Trip Bomberman. Yeah, uh, and that's going to be in with like. Think about this: I have a Switch. This game interests me, but I also have Netflix. Why yeah. am I going to buy it on my Switch? Yeah, it's 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 an interest it's an interesting strategy
2: and a place to be again. Like I just I just think this kind of this stuff is very interesting to see what happens. I do again I I believe that they're more competing in the Apple Arcade space than I do looking sure. at, you know, Luna or the Switches are competitor, right? But again, this is another great example of on the go gaming.
1: You know, one uh, thing that so. I don't think Apple has been very transparent about is how many Apple Ar- Ar- Arcade subscriptions there are. I would be interested in saying, gee, Marty,
2: do you think the fact they recently bundled that into the one Apple subscription is a pretty key indicator in regards to how some of the subscription models are going?
1: Possibly, but I also think it's because Apple likes to uh, tout that easiness, even though it's not really easy. So Uh, we,
2: we did not subscribe to Apple arcade. Uh, I did. I did like the month trial. I was like, yeah, we're sure. And they're like, yeah, pay another six bucks. I was like, yeah, I'm not doing that. But when they did the the one Apple, I literally did up the math and I was like, well, I'm paying for Apple TV. I'm playing paying for the streaming music service. By the way, we're going to have to we're going to move the kids or the family to instead of being one account to five accounts. So we can all have music now. Guess what? Knock, knock. I'm at that door. Yeah. So, yeah, I'll pay yeah. that fee. And now I get now I get Apple Arcade for free. Right. Plus my. So I was like, that, that would be, that was the only reason we got it is because it actually like rolled in easily to our bundle.
1: Sure, sure. Uh, and and same thing. I mean, we had kids with Apple IDs. We had my wife. And I mean, you can do music, you can do the games, you can do all that. And it actually is cheaper than doing it all uh, a la carte. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah, once
2: you're in that world, they own they just got you by the
1: the walled garden.
3: The yep. oh, nice. The
1: bits, the tin bits. They got you by yeah, the Yeah, oh, there it is. They got uh, you by the tin bits, so son of a gun.
3: Uh,
1: <laughs> Uh, speaking of games one last little note here a uh, game that we've got our eye on that we think you should have your eye on the wild at heart is releasing this next week it guys can we just say this it's 2d pikmin
2: yeah it looks so good it's
1: 2d pikmin but it's not hey pikmin so give it a try yeah. uh i think it's
3: it looks really interesting yeah i, uh, I, played, I, I played this earlier this year on, on xbox and and yeah. liked it. i'm okay, excited hey if Jesse liked it, then
2: yeah, man, this is, yeah, I'm already, I'm already deal. getting into it, this. Yeah.
3: It's, it, it scratches the Pikmin itch. Yeah. Which awesome. if you have a Pikmin itch, please see your doctor.
2: Uh <laughs> Let me ask you this as is, you know, I, but I know we're about to segue off to the Manscaped read here. So it's fine. Give me a second. I want to ask the four of you, or maybe this is, maybe this is, I don't know, do we have anything in rumors. Do we have anything in rumors conversation? Nope. Nope. No, no. You know, I'll ask this question after the manscape ad. It's fine.
1: All right. Well, with that, guys, let's take a break for just a couple of minutes uh, for our sponsor, Manscaped.
3: Am I still using that video? or do you... yeah, yeah, you're still okay. using the video. Okay, I wasn't sure. How do we not talk about this in post-show or pre-show?
2: Support Nintendo Ads Dads is brought to you by Manscaped. Now, this holiday season, ladies and gentlemen, I'm giving thanks to our friends over at Manscaped. Do I tell my extended family that I have the Performance Package 4.0 from the global leader in men's below-the-belt grooming? Not to mention that it also includes a Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer to tame my bush and score brownie points with the in-laws? Now, hey, listen, gift yourself, Manscaped, or potentially the man in your life who needs it. Join the over 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with 20% off plus free shipping with the code NINDADS, N-I-N-D-A-D-S, by going to manscaped.com. Now, maybe you're like, Justin, I know about the trimmer. I know about all these wonderful, wonderful tools they have. What else they got? Hey, I got you and Manscaped has got you because Manscaped has been busy and have just launched the refined body wash and two-in-one shampoo plus conditioner. Both feature Manscaped's signature scent and will help unlock your confidence this year. And let me tell you, I have been using the body wash. I absolutely love it. I love the smell of it. Man, it's fantastic. I'm going to be honest, you know, your boys and your body will feel so fresh and smell so oh fantastic um so hey start off your self-care routine with the ultimate body wash shampoo and conditioner again head over to manscaped.com enter the code nindads n-i-n-d-a-d-s and get 20 percent off and free shipping thanks very much to Manscaped for the continued support and back to you god that guy is a sexy voice you know what i'm saying Absolutely. He, should, he should do ad reads all the time
1: yeah yeah, I agree. Interesting uh, story
2: about Manscaped, though. I, I know we're gonna come back to this. Have you guys all got the new body wash stuff?
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if it's available in Canada yet. I don't think it's been approved by the F or what. I did, I never got one yet. Uh, and typically we got I get the shipping, so I don't know what happened there. I'm waiting. Hopefully, it's nice. going to show up soon. I don't Contraband. Don't know. Yep. I know, right? I'm gonna to have to check. I have checked that in. Maybe it's in my mailbox right now, but it's uh, it wasn't there this week. So yeah.
1: yeah. yeah. So uh, let's talk or is
2: about it a Robo Protector events. Band? Uh, get out of here. All
3: right. Uh,
2: this isn't really a rumor, but this is just a conversation. So gentlemen, we're rolling into like, we got seven weeks till the end of the year, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I wanted to ask, what games are you looking forward to that are supposed to be, so using some important words here, supposed to be, arriving in 2021 that was maybe announced as, uh, but maybe maybe are either like currently on the eShop is coming soon, or we were told they're coming in 2021 and maybe they're coming in 2021. Is there any games that you're looking forward to the next six to seven weeks um, to play as you're getting prepared for holidays, that kind of stuff? So Marty, I see your fingers are up first, so I'm going to go to Tim. 2 I'm kidding. (laughs) Marty, I'm going to go to you.
1: Two. Uh, After Advanced Wars retreated, to mm-hmm. uh 2022 you see what i did there
2: oh that's good uh, yeah.
1: yeah after i went to 2022 uh the two games that i'm most excited about for the rest of this year one of them we have an exact release date on the other we don't uh the one we do have a release date is uh, on his death's door yes that's coming out on the 23rd of november so mm-hmm. right around thanksgiving time i'm really excited about that one, and then uh, Loop Hero from Devolver Digital yes. is still supposed to be a uh, a 2021 holiday game, uh, but we haven't heard anything about it in in quite a bit. A- a- oh, and oh, oh, one Nintendo, uh, hmm. the update for Marvel's Avengers that is the Spider Man Spider Man Spider Man PlayStation users get. That is absolutely it comes out shite. November thirtieth. I'm excited about that. Hey, Marty, is Avengers Crossplay?
2: It is, I think. Let's go, can we can you Google that while we're chatting? Can you double yeah. check that, uh, Timothy Olff? I'm gonna head over to Jesse Waldack. Jesse, what do you like, sir? <laughs>
3: um, I'm kind of on the fence of Big Brain Academy. Originally, oh, I hey. thought no, but maybe, uh, now I'm thinking maybe. And then I'm also kind of still on the fence on the deck and Rampa uh, ports. Mm-hmm. Justin, you were out of luck. Marvel's Avengers does not
1: bee. support crossplay.
3: Son of a bee, huh?
2: Really? You know, and something else I learned as Jesse talked about the games that he's interested. I'm shocked that him and I are friends. All right. Moving on to Tim. <laughs> uh, Timothy Alf. Sir, what uh, what are the games that you are looking for? I do see some in the chat here. Infrendo is actually calling out Advanced Wars, TMNT. I think TMNT we did get confirmed was moved to twenty twenty two. Advanced Wars yep. was definitely moved to twenty twenty two. But Tim, what about you? I think I think TMNT is definitely one that you were excited about for sure. But what else is on your kind of like you know? We were
0: told it was twenty twenty.
2: Which one? Where are you at, sir? Right.
0: Yeah, so Death Door is definitely on my list as well. Uh, I've been wanting to play it ever since it came out, and had a gut feeling it would come to the Switch, or they might have said it was coming to the Switch. I don't remember, but I'm glad it is. So I'm looking forward to that one. Um, the other one, there, there was another one. It might have been something that got pushed back too, but um, I'm, yeah, the Gunk sounds interesting too. I guess if it were, if it was going to be on xbox i think they said it was going to be game pass as well so i am looking forward to that as well so checking that one out that one looks nice really
2: good. all right very cool yeah yeah so i will agree with you so uh wild at heart next week i'm excited for that uh so that one's definitely got my attention for sure death's door yes like i think we're all excited for death's door so i'm excited to kind of see how we're like we should almost do maybe a uh spoiler cast or let's play or something about with this, obviously this group, the other ones. So those are things I know the other ones I'm going to give you are like a, Hey, Hey, you said 2021 and you're not here. Let's have a chat about this. I'm pointing to you, Jesse Waldak. I'm pointing to you here. I don't know. Uh, (laughs) So uh, life is strange. True colors. Nintendo switch. That is supposed to be December, but they don't have a date yet. And that always bothers me when they're like early December, I'm like, give me a date. The other two, Tim, Tim, Outer Worlds, right? Or Outer Wild? Outer Worlds. Outer Wild. Outer Wilds, right? That is yeah. that is the other one that I'm like, we said 2021, right? Like yes. it's fun,
0: mm, mm, mm. I don't see it on this list anymore. So
3: unfortunately, I don't know what's going yeah. on there.
2: And then the final one being ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Outer Worlds got this.
3: turned into a TBD. So yeah. 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 And then
2: Fall Guys is my other one. Those are the those are the ones that I'm looking forward to. I think True. I think Life is Strange will will formulate itself in December, but I think Outer Wilds uh, and Fall Guys is going to get pushed to 2022. But I'd love to actually hear them say something. Speaking of yeah, transparency, Fall and Guys communication. has
1: been very quiet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for a while.
2: Agreed. Yeah, yeah. You know, and that's a great call, Ebisol. Uh Star Fox Submergence, right? Still waiting for that. I'm really hoping that that's going to drop this year as well. So
1: <laughs> Star Fox Submergence. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It's it's coming. So. Chat. What are chat? What are games that you guys want? Um uh Mecha Dragon says, yeah, shocked fall guys wasn't as out yet. It was supposed to be in the fall. It was, and it is not.
0: It fell behind
2: winter
3: doesn't start until this des- december True. it's still fall it is yeah yeah it doesn't oh. feel like it
2: also you I mean, were going to start starting to have game of the year conversation soon
3: yes we will yeah, and yeah. For, for once i actually have my list ready to go i'm not i it, i do too having to construct that the night before the show yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> or during the show
3: <laughs> yeah, that might that may have happened a time or two. May have happened a time I don't two. know what you're talking about. Yeah.
1: Yeah, putting them together right is, yeah. Mm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, while they're uh, getting their game of the year together, we might circle back around to that here in just a minute, or <laughs> games they're excited about. Uh, a couple of events we want to let you know about. Right now, there is a Nintendo Switch Online game trial going on for The World Ends With You final remix that started Wednesday afternoon it goes through november 6th at 11:59 no 16th sorry november 16th at 11:59 p.m. Uh, you can get 30% off of it in the eShop until november 23rd and also hey guys remember super mario maker 2 what yeah. yeah and remember how they said there wouldn't be any more content for that well they yeah uh, super mario maker 2 ninja speed run to celebrate the release of game and watch the legend of zelda is now available and will only be available through November 21st at 6 p.m. Pacific time. You can go in and play one last Ninja Speedrun to uh, celebrate the release of the game and watch. Why? Cool. Well, that, that's a good Because you can. Because, because Justin. It was the easiest game to use to promote
3: another thing that they're yeah. selling. Yeah, that's exactly. That's yeah. why Be- because they've already put in the Zelda hooks.
1: Yeah. That's yeah, you're right. That's right. Uh and now it's time for Justin's favorite part of the show, Jesse's Poke Minute. Pika,
0: pika, pika, you.
3: I hate you all. This one will be short today. Um, This is kind of a follow-up of what I said last week. We originally thought that the last page of the Misunderstood Mischief special research story was going to unlock on the 26th. It turned out that it unlocked on the 9th. But you'll still have until the 29th to complete the story to unlock the next Hoopa story for free. Otherwise, it'll cost you $5 to unlock it. And uh, I was actually finished. I finished that mission this afternoon. So this is the first time my special research story page shows everything's completed, and in the, it's in the last three months because of this story.
1: All right, that's it, Jesse. You came in at thirty seconds. I'm very told proud was,
3: of you. Told you it was going to be short. Very oh, that was a Justin. quick nap. That was a short. Hey, nap. yeah,
1: you can you can wake up. Uh, now it's time to move on to what we've been playing. Do it.
3: Mecca asks Justin, Jesse's Pikmin pickup. <laughs> We're not doing
1: Pikmin balloon. Uh-uh. No. Uh uh. <laughs> put my foot down. Uh I I and, and then I am putting my other one down in front of it because I'm walking with Pikmin Bloom. Uh Jesse and Justin are the only people who've played video games this week. So um <laughs> let's see. Jesse comes before Justin in alphabetical order. So Jesse will start with you. It does.
3: So yesterday I started and I tried streaming it, but for some reason my network decided no, you can't have gigabit upload speeds. We will only give you five megabit. So the stream failed, but I was I tried playing Lone Nick Lonegan, a Western adventure. It's kind of a more like a Lucas Films like point and click. know yeah, I did play about. Maybe half hour of it last night, and then about another hour ish or two this afternoon. And it it, it it's okay. It, it's it's got the same problems as most of these type of pro- of point and click games. You, you end up having one of two problems. One, there's so many things you can do, but if you miss one specific thing, you can't advance. And two, you you have so many items that you have to have some sort of magic moon logic to do things that you wouldn't normally like, logically expect to do that you have to do in order to advance. I fell into the first problem and really fast. Uh, I, I missed like a really early conversation with a bartender, which caused me to get stuck. And I pretty much had to go to a walkthrough right away and This this walkthrough I'm I'm, I'm following is a a a two-and-a-half-hour playthrough. So the game, if you know what you're doing, the the game is not that long. And the part where I got hooked up on is like the 10-minute mark. (laughs) And I've had to actually reference this video two or three times already. It it finally got to a point where it, it unlocked many places for me to go before it only limited me to three locations now i've got like 10 locations and now i have to try to remember what i need to do at each location and i'm gonna end up having you know the 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 second problem soon i think so i'm gonna keep kind of fighting this game a bit but it's uh i normally don't like this type of point and click game it's it's different than the escape room games even though on paper, they sound alike, but the escape room games actually give you clues on what you're supposed to do if you look around, know where to look or look around enough. Where here, it's just you, you have you have five pieces. You combine every combination of piece to piece until something happens. When the no, that's you know gets into the moon logic, but <laughs> I was saying before, Ninfredo says old King's Quest games were like that too. Exactly. And I liked the King's Quest stories. I just didn't like the gameplay much. And, you know, you, those games, you kind of have to sit there with a walkthrough. With, with King's Quest Six, I actually wrote a walkthrough once. So I wish I kept it because it was a good walkthrough. <laughs> I, I wrote that when I was like 18, 19 years old. And the other game I was playing is uh, Continuing hexseed I talked about that last week. I've I'm probably halfway through the pre-puzzles. And it's it's a good, I kind of get that, the 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 Picross mind relaxing vibe out of it. So when we play that at night, while I'm listening to other YouTube videos or something else in the background, and I, I likely will pay for the DLC. Uh, when I do that again for for, you can, you can buy a dollar a month for twelve months, or I think it's like nine dollars for the seasons pass to get them all. They'll release a new pack the last Friday of every month. Up until, excuse me, up until uh, September of next year. Yeah. That's all I've got.
1: Awesome. Let's continue in alphabetical order. Justin, what you been playing?
2: uh so ladies and gentlemen something happened this week which is undeniably uh, exciting uh something that is so rare that i don't actually actually as a matter of fact if you are currently watching us streaming or perhaps if you're driving you're in your car you listen to this podcast as you do because you're one of the amazing people that subscribe to us i'd recommend you take a moment pull over the side of the lane actually maybe stop your car put your hazard lights on because ladies and gentlemen you're probably going to freak out i'm a little concerned for you so please just be careful and look for where you are i actually finished a game this week ladies and
1: gentlemen. Yay!
2: Yeah! Uh, finally! Is
1: that? Hang on! Hang on! I need to Google something.
2: Do we have a is it um, first time ever?
1: Is that a? I believe that that is one of the seven signs of the apocalypse.
2: Yeah. Yes. It, yes. Most <laughs> likely it is. Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, I finally finished Metroid Dread, uh, and I will say I don't want to. I don't want to do spoilers, right? So, but I will say that last boss. That last boss can just die pg show we're a family show just die as much as it can right uh yeah it's, i'm so uh happy with that game such a fantastic game i have only i think what i finished it was like 41 percent complete is what i had at nine and a half hours um but man that is such a good game um i really i really hope nintendo continues to look at that franchise and say, well, there is something here special. Uh, and now, I, and I I'm
1: fully glad you bl- said that because the director of Metroid, I believe his name is Sakamoto, said this week that it is not the final chapter that there will be other adventures in the Metroid universe, which means it pretty much sold well.
3: <laughs> yeah, hopefully. So, like that's... They, they never said it was going to be the last Metroid game. They said it was the last game in the Metroid saga that started in 1986 up until now. That's five, six, quote unquote, game arc. Yeah. Sure. Not including Prime, not including any other spinoffs. There can be other spinoffs than other games that just don't directly involve Metroids. Mecca says
0: that the next Metroid game is when I'll get gray hairs. Uh, I already have gray hairs. In fact, I think this game gave me more gray hairs.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm just proud you finished it, Justin. I, I mean, Thank you. seriously.
3: Thank you. Thank you very You're, much. Very
1: good on you for finishing a game.
3: I'm a big boy, you know. I'm I never got boy. past to it since that first weekend when, when, when that third one pissed me off. Yeah.
1: So
2: that I, I finished that excited, uh, as well, uh, Fortnite, I have finished off to level 100 for the season. Uh, so that's great. Uh, wave tail. I talked about that at the top of the show, which is great uh guardians of the galaxy i'm continuing to play and i very much love that and that may be part of my game of the year contender conversation also uh and if you actually look at some of the other review outlets they are also aligned with me as well so guardians of the galaxy uh if you're i know if you're a person who doesn't like cloud blah 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 you may want to consider it on other platforms because it is definitely worth uh the time And the other big thing that's been happening at my house. And I think I'm looking at it in some of the other people's houses here. uh, Animal crossing, happy home, paradise, DLC launched this last weekend. My kids, I had said on Twitter, like, if you want your kids to do chores, tell them they have to do all the chores before they get to play the DLC. They came home and that was like, they're like, so is it out right now? Can we, did you download blah, blah, blah. And I was like, yes. However, dishes have to be put away. Floor needs to be swept. I have never seen the dishes get put away that fast in my life. Um, And they, they, this weekend spent, oh, I would probably say somewhere around six to eight hours over the weekend playing it together. Uh, And they went to a friend's house and they brought it and they played with them together. Like it was one of those. And like, typically we, you know, we kind of manage the kid's screen time and how much they're playing video games kind of, you know, sporadically. Right. Like, Hey, you can get an hour or two here. Right. Not, not, not a whole weekend. But they were like, "This is the thing we w- we got up early in the morning. We did this together, uh, so it has been a huge hit." Um, they were very frustrated that Brewster's does not uh, open up, or was not opening up for them. Apparently, it is the main account holder, the the resident, right? The the resident of the island who has to activate Brewster. And of course, I am the resident of the island, and I had logged in, to do it. So Brewster has finally showed up our island as of today. Because they've been
3: hogging the game. Well, no, it's just more of a, I was like, I
2: was like, listen, I'm kind of done with this game. So you guys do whatever you want and you play together and you have a great time. And so that was fantastic. But I, but they, I was, there was like Brewster won't show up and I'm like, I don't understand. And then I'm reading through some like walking. Cause they're like, because they were doing, they were doing what we all do. They're go, They're going to Google. They're watching walkthroughs. <laughs> like they're like, what is going on? And so I was like,
1: can, I, can I, I tell you what happened to me? Sure. This. Yeah. Um so, I uh, decided when I went to Harv's Island that the first place that I would unlock, you know, as part of the collective was uh, Red, because Mm. Red has unfortunately not been at my island very much. Uh, The very first day that Red was open, and even until today, uh, his statue is David. David. Hey, okay. yep, so there's a big uh, marble penis on my screen in the family room every time I go to the collective. Oh so here's the so, deal there's now, so much about uh, that I, I realize that that is that is art and I get it. but also like Nintendo this is one time where I feel like man, read the room guys <laughs> like right? Yeah. I mean, like out of all 20 years ago, they would have censored
3: the hell out of that.
1: Right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so my daughter today, sitting on the couch, I'm sitting there and I'm very much because one of the pieces of art he has is real. I don't have it. I'm trying to buy it and get out of there as fast as she can because she's on her iPad doing something and she looks up and says, I probably don't need to be in here right now.
2: Something that you would not expect a child to say while playing Animal Crossing.
1: Exactly, which is why to me that's weird. Like, I love this game. I'm not going to sit here and criticize it, but like, weren't there other like public domain <laughs> sculptures that could have, or maybe just curtailed the list by one? I don't know. Like, because then later on, that's going to show up in your museum, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it's going to be hanging there, saying. So, but uh, we've been having a ton of fun with this. Um,
0: when you use Manscaped, you know, it becomes uh, a work <laughs> of
1: art. Yeah. Statuescaped. Uh,
2: the, we can uh, just go home, ladies and gentlemen, that, <laughs> is, that is the best thing I have heard.
1: We, um, we've been having a ton of fun with this. Um, I really loved uh, the concept of Happy Home Designer when it came out on 3DS, I thought the execution was pretty weak. I didn't feel like it was a game. I felt like it was more like Yoshi's touch and go go back in the day. It was kind of like a tech demo that they used uh, like, hey, we're gonna try this out and see if it works for future concepts. Uh, and it did, and some of it made its way over into this version of Animal Crossing, obviously. But then with the Happy Home Paradise, even more so. Um, it's really easy to like dive in there and work a little bit and then like go somewhere else and do something. Um, but something else I noticed today, that, and this happened to the first time, and I don't know if this is new or if I've just never mentioned it before or, or saw it before. But Isabel today, when I booted up Animal Crossing, told me which person was in my town, which special guest was in my town. Mm. She was like, hey, Flick's here today. And It was like she didn't always do that. Like I, I don't, I don't remember her always doing that. Do, oh. do you guys? Does that ring a bell to you, or is that new? No, it
2: doesn't. I feel like she's probably got a raise, and Tom Nook has empowered her to make some decisions without his yeah. supervision. Yeah. Um, and I think that's a good thing for her. Right.
1: Also, uh, Brewster and I are friends now. I guess Tony Baker oh, says what? that's new. He, by the way, that is new. Okay. So he uh, – today I got a cup of coffee at Brewster's, and he said, hey, by the way, just wanted to let you know that starting tomorrow, you can order coffee around the corner at the counter.
2: Congratulations. You yeah. lucky son of a – Yeah,
1: yeah. H- how would like, you order it otherwise? I, mean, I don't my understand. Thing is this, my thing is this, is that, like, you have to walk in, you have to sit down in the seat, and then he's like, do you want coffee? Because if you talk to him at the thing, he's like, "If you want coffee, go around and sit down." Um, can you imagine this at Starbucks? <laughs> like, I walk in. I've been there a couple of days, and like, hey, by the way, tomorrow, you can you can walk up to the counter and order. You don't just have to do it on your phone anymore because we're friends now.
2: Man, that would be something. It's such
1: it? a weird. That was such a weird thing to happen. Uh, but uh, I'm I'm looking forward to spending I I like it. I think it's a cool little thing to walk up there and get it. It also said you could get your coffee to go now, so I guess that uh, you'll be able to carry around your little, like, white cup with a little Brewster logo on there. That's awesome. It, hey, we're big time in over on Fartlandia. Uh, yeah, that's the name of my island. <laughs> I
3: like Fartlandia. it. Fartlandia. Every
1: time it comes up now, I'm like, God, I wish I could change that.
3: What's your song?
1: Uh, the Imperial March right now. Nice. <laughs> nice. So, yeah, that's um, Animal Cross. Like, I, I think this, it, do you all not feel like this is kind of like made this a whole new game? Yeah, I think
2: and that, that was the point of it, right? They needed to reinvigorate their their fan base for it, and I think they did a great job for it.
1: It's the, yeah. um, what was the New Leaf and Friends, or or what was the thing, what was it called when they? When it happened on the 3DS, Ooh. Um, Amiibo four
0: years too late.
1: An Amiibo, uh, welcome Amiibo. Welcome Amiibo. Yeah, yeah, uh, it, it, and it made it feel like a new game. I would love some of those um, Nintendo Amiibo, like the Nintendo characters, inspired characters to come into the um, into New Horizons. Nice. Like there was a like a pig named Ganondorf. And Zelda stuff, that'd be that'd be pretty cool.
2: I like it. Very cool. Uh, that's what I've been playing, and I think it's a little bit of what you've been playing, Yeah, Marty. it is.
1: I'll, I'll continue here just a little bit. See, I've been playing Fortnite, too. I'm catching up to Justin. Uh, just finishing up page nine of the Battle Pass, going into page 10. Did you, um, sorry,
2: speaking of Fortnite, did you see that next week... And I am I am going to butcher this and Naruto? I Naruto. Naruto is coming to Fort It's
1: not Naruto as we say it down here in the south. It's Naruto. Yeah. I did see that it's coming, and I would like to say I don't care.
2: Yeah, I don't care either, but a lot of people are very excited for this. Great. Yeah.
1: Awesome. Mm-hmm. I'm not. Yeah. I they did add a Jean Gray dark phoenix skin tonight, did which they? is really cool. Oh,
2: that's interesting hey jesse uh, how's
0: it going man you doing all right yeah i'm fine you doing all right there yeah it's I'm doing okay there and playing some games over there
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh did he just while, while they're talking the about Fortnite? while they're yeah. you know uh, <laughs> I, I, i'm actually working on the thumbnail for this episode right now i love <laughs> it i love it Thank he's trying you. to find tim bits is what he's trying it's, to find he's,
1: he's actually doing the same thing that justin does when he talks about Pokemon.
2: yeah, uh, yeah.
1: Checking so, my yeah. email
2: and sending off invoices. What? Um,
1: Fortnite, <laughs> Fortnite uh, this season, I, it has. I feel like it's kind of picked up a little bit. I didn't really care for it at first, but um, the more I play, the more I like it. I've also been playing uh, Jesse. You'll you'll appreciate this.
3: Uh, yep. I've
1: also been playing Pixel Lines DX. Uh, Five
3: hundred more puzzles. I've never bought that one. It's because so, I never finished the original one. Well, can I tell you this? It's uh, EU do. only.
1: It's what? not listed in a North American eShop any longer. It,
3: it used to be. Well,
1: it used it, to be. Well, it's not anymore. So if wow. you want it, you need to buy it from the EU eShop, oh. and I would recommend uh, get don't it before like the they delist list it.
3: Right. Uh, I, I didn't love like these. the lines as much as a pit cross.
1: I love these games. Just They're super relaxing for me. I just sit and play them and talk while I do it, like, we we'll carry on conversations. It's, it's kind of like you were saying that you were doing with hex and, and stuff. And so I'm, I, I really enjoy this one and it has like the first one had a very loose story. This one has no story whatsoever. It's just puzzle packs. Um, right. So it's pretty cool. Um, And there are just, just, 500 puzzles. Um, 500 and so it's really good. Puzzles. Yep. Do, 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 That's what I've been playing. Tim let's finish up with you. What have you been playing? Sure. So uh,
0: if you didn't see me play this past Sunday on extra life, uh, just know that I've been playing more animal crossing quake, super monkey ball, banana mania. And I ended the stream with the legend of Zelda breath of the wild because you beat it. No, (laughs) no, no. But I do want to say that it's just, Yes, it is a game that I've been playing since 2017, day one, having the Switch. I've been playing it. Every time I get into the game, I am like, okay, next, what do I got to focus on? What's the main quest? Ooh, squirrel, what's that? I need to go this way. And, you know, I'm going to go explore. I end up exploring. I'm like... Anytime I go on the map or anything like that, and I know I'm out of focus here. There we go. Anytime I go with the map and I put my marker down and I'm like going towards that marker, as soon as that, um, what you call it, the alert goes off that there's a shrine nearby that I need to get. It's like, oh, I need, it's close by. Where is it? So I go off course and I go get that one. And I see, and then after I get that one, it's like, okay, I see something else I need to go look at. And then I'll hear more shrines. So I'm like way off course. I'm not going towards that second um, monster or whatever you, I forget what you call them, but the second one, I still have three to beat. I have one beaten, but I need three more to beat. So, the divine beast, divine beast, yeah. Justin, you're way farther than I am, I think. If I'm yeah, I have, so. I have
2: all four divine beasts beaten, yeah. Um, I just need to go and defeat Ganon, but I there are some, definitely some areas I'm like, I don't feel like I've explored there enough, yeah. Like, there's some areas of my map that I'm like, ah, there's and I think I'm, I think I'm
0: only at like 40 shrines. Well, when I went to pa- boot up mine, I only have like the southeast, uh, south. Yeah, southeast end of the island or whatever you want of Hyrule unlocked on the map. Oh, wow. I okay. Have, so
2: you're way behind. Oh, you. wow, so you've have got a
0: lot to unlock. You've got some major towers
3: I, you haven't hit yet.
0: Yeah. I still have, I've explored everything from the desert all the way up to around up to the north part of that. It's, I got a lot to do. So, hey, there is no shame here. You
2: know what? No, we're not shame. I you. think,
1: can, can, I, can I say this? I think it would be really fun if you streamed this weekly <laughs> do a weekly like, stream of you, you stream Tim's the progression <laughs> like, and let people game. talk you through it i mean yeah. you know like it I was mean, pretty
0: fun actually when everybody was there with yeah, me and you know they were like talking us you stuff. guys
1: would enjoy that because yep. i think that would be really cool because i mean yeah we're four years in here bud uh right yeah but, Tim, no shame, finish no this shame. thing off all right hey, like justin, come on justin, <laughs> justin i got 22. about 60 hours in there it's only that far Sorry, what I'm sampling stuff and go go finish the game. Somebody somebody yeah.
0: asked how many hours, I think it was yeah. 60 hours. I
1: think I, is what I I'm gonna be so, so
0: it's interesting.
2: It's, I almost want to do because we know Breath of the Wild is two is coming up. I almost want to do like a one month or six weeks before Breath of the Wild two launches to go back into Breath of the Wild and finish off yeah. those things I want to do, finish off Ganon and then like segue right from Breath of the Wild one into Breath of the Wild two. Um and kind of move that momentum. Cause now that it, now oh. that I know it's coming. Yeah. Right. And so and my other commentary is like I can't I can't start Breath of the Wild two until I finish the first one. Right. So I do have to get that. So the fact that they I was like, listen. Nintendo is delaying this for me, really.
1: <laughs>
0: yes, they're like, come on, like, Justin, get yes, it done. You so, too, exactly. That's, also, yeah, the reverse I of that is
2: if you I believe have. that Nintendo is delaying this game because of me, do, stop, don't send hate, hate emails to me.
1: I'm yeah. So yeah. Like, oh, man, Justin, I, checked, I, think I, I have, a, have not finished Breath of the Wild yet.
3: I think yeah. my time delayed to the original game was like 150 hours. I have 55
0: hours in. I checked. It's 50, 55 hours or more, it says, in the where I can check it. So... Um. Yeah, I've I've got that much time, but nothing to show. Well, I shouldn't say nothing to show for it. I got one divine beast done at least, but it. I love the game. It is a fantastic game. I didn't stop playing because I didn't love it. It was just I stopped playing because we got more games and I started playing more games, <laughs> other games, you know. So the curse. So it was like okay, curse some more games. I okay. couldn't focus on I, that. No, I
1: got you. Like we're not. Like Justin said, seriously, no shame. But I'm gonna reiterate. It'd make a fantastic series uh yes. streaming series for you. as soon
0: as this move this crazy move is done and we're in our new home and stuff like that and i can put that on the schedule to do i will do that i tim think it's a great idea tim of the wild <laughs> yep well will figure out what day that oh the week to do that on so but that sounds like fun yeah so and you know, go, go ahead, ahead no no it's all you okay uh the last game i've been playing is star wars knights of the old republic um abyss i think it is a company who gave us the code for it uh very thankful for that they gave it to us early so i've been able to play that early and get out a video of that early today uh because it launched today uh or when you're listening to this it'd be yesterday (laughs) <laughs> if you're listening to this in your podcast. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm actually loving it. I did not I did not play this game. Uh I saw friends play it and all that kind of stuff. I knew about it when it came out originally on the PC. So when they announced this coming to the Switch, I was super excited about it because I knew I'd get to play this on the go. And um and I'm loving it. And it's basically, and there's a lot more. I was surprised at how this game, this is an RPG, it's a role-playing game, and it's very much a D&D game or a D20 game, if you will. So all the same things that I've been used to when I used to play Dungeons & Dragons are there. So all the attributes, all the skills, all the feats that you build up as a character. Uh, th- in this particular case, you also are building up whether you're going to be light side or dark side. So you get a lot of those interactions with the npcs to build when you depending on what answers you select you are going to be light side or dark side or in between depending on if you fall between the two uh but it, it, that gives you us, are. i'm going i'm kind of doing the light side light side of things kind of i guess playing it the way if i was really this person but i kind of some of these answers are hilarious because uh, if you were dark side so i kind of want to do a re- replay at, at some point I still got to get through this first, but I want to do a play of it all, just all dark side, just totally being a, a jerk. <laughs> in the game. And that's basically what you are to be dark side. You're basically a jerk. So, but uh, I'm having fun with it and I'm really impressed by what they did with it to make it look good. Yes. It's not going to look like a PS five Xbox version that's supposed to come out next year. I think it is, um, but it looks a lot better than the, Version that came out, I forget on which system when they brought it on the console. Was it PS2? I
3: think there was, uh, Xbox, uh, it was like Xbox, OG, Xbox, was and PS2 era, yeah. Okay. So, yeah, it's, it's Xbox it's, Prime.
0: You can see that it's up res from those same graphics. It looks a lot better. It's not as blocky as those days. Um, and it's very, it's very smooth, smoothed out. But the, you know, it still kind of looks fun and funny with the faces all kind of smushed on to you know,
1: <laughs> it's mapped been on onto Windows, a, a block it's been on Xbox, Mac OS, yeah, iOS, Android, Linux, and then most recently PS Five and Nintendo Switch. Which the yes. Nintendo Switch version is the the old version, so,
0: yes. But it looks good and it looks great. I played in handheld as well, mainly except for when I was playing it for the uh, video, um, just absolute fun it's mainly just story and exploring with a few battles you know it's not hack and slash type of thing like you guys know i like but it's still you know i tell i give it a command tell it what to do and it goes and it does that so um it's got a little bit of like this is bioware right yeah this is
3: bioware yes so So, it's a little bit more mass effect
0: Of uh where when you tell it to go do something, you can see it happening, and then you can do other actions during that time. So it's it's almost real time in that sense, but as it is true uh you know, role play. So again, I'm having a lot of fun. If you've been wondering about it, go check out the video, take a look at it yourself, put it on your wish list. You know, if you're still on the fence, maybe there's a sale that might tip you over. Um, but I think it's a really good Star Wars game. Everybody talks about how. This is one of the top Star Wars stories to, to play if you're going to play a game. Um, so I re- highly recommend it, especially if you want to play it on the go, because that's I think that's the main thing that kind of gets people into it is being able to play it, save it. And I haven't had any problems with that. I can save it anywhere and then can t- pick
1: up where I left off. So that's what I've been playing. Nice. All right, guys, let's turn on the community spotlights. Let's do it. And as we uh, go into this community spotlight, uh, Tim, why don't you tell us uh, in, in what's going on in the rest of the family of Nintendo Dad's podcasts?
0: Of course, I'd be happy to. So, Retro Logic, of course. They do, they have their weekly podcast as usual In episode 57, this this past episode, they had our friend Seth, $2 hero on, talking about Halo 2 and also some weird, some uh, just not weird stuff there, but uh, they've been talking about Halo 2 mainly there, the development history of Halo 2, plus other things that normally the retro crew talks about. Uh, and of course, you can always go to RetroLogic.games to go see their site of games that I think that um, the team is always selling there because it's not only to podcast, it's also a gaming store for retro stuff. So go check that out. You can also read their blog and you can also get their merch. Really cool, especially if you're in their retro stuff. And then you got the End Ads After Dark. They had recently released their episode number 70 where John talks about his top 10 NES games. He said, no Mario or Zelda are allowed on this list, so things get weird, he says. <laughs> and he played some dingbat games he loves just so much. Nintendo's original system was also its best. Feel the magic, he says. So that was uh, their last episode there. Game Pass News. They also had Seth. Man, Seth's been getting around here. So yeah, Seth was on. Making the rounds. Uh, Yes, uh, and they chatted all things Forza, one year of Xbox, S and X being out, and, of course, any weird Xbox games. So, Seth being on, you got to talk about things that keep it, keep games weird, right? So, <laughs> uh, Dad Crossing, of course, they're back. They are continuing to do content about the new Animal, Con- Animal Crossing stuff. Uh, between the 2.0 and the paid DLC. So keep an eye out on our channels and their channels for any videos they do or any podcasts they may drop. And then finally, I have my dinner table that's coming up this Friday, tomorrow, or or not tomorrow, excuse me, next Friday. <laughs> I'm getting ahead of myself. So Friday, November 19th at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, uh, we will be doing a Metroid dro- Metroid Dread spoilers. I have in the t- a typo in here. I have Metroid Droid.
3: Is
2: not the droids you're looking for.
0: Yes, Metroid Dread spoilers. So, we'll be talking all about that. I'll be sharing some of the clips and videos I took while playing the game. Now, I did I wasn't able to ca- capture everything, but I caught captured a lot. But it'll help guide us through the conversation and spoilers. But I also offer to anybody who's going to be attending, if they have any favorite moments, or even if you can attend, but you want to share one of your favorite moments that you might have captured, you can DM those to me wherever you want to DM me at. Uh, you can find me everywhere, essentially. So, uh, But uh, I will bring that up during our conversations. And hopefully, we'll be able to get it through it in a couple hours and not uh, you know, spend all night through Metroid <laughs> through Dread stuff. But it'll be fun, I think. It'll be fun going through Metroid spoilers. Basically, if you want to participate, you can come join our Patreon or our tw- be a Twitch subscriber and join our Discord. And on the 19th at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, you can join our chit-chat video conference, whatever you want to call it. And that's where I'll be sharing my screen and showing those videos. And that's where everybody joins and we talk about Metroid Dread. Nice. So... Everybody who's beat it, please come and talk about it.
2: Speaking of community content, also uh, just segue off of this next week, Adam Raphael from GameReviews.com will be joining our uh, our podcast as our special guest. He is my favorite special guest from Ontario that we talked about a couple days ago. So Adam's going to be joining us. He's going to be sitting in the hot seat where uh, Marty is right now. And so we're excited to have him join us as well. So that's next week. Adam raphael from GameReviews.com will be joining us. So excited for that as well.
1: Very good, very good. Uh, Let's head over to some questions from the community. Uh, We've got quite a bit uh, this week, uh, which we love our community. And if you've got questions or comments you would like to make on the show, there's two ways that you can do that. You can either email us at nintendodads at gmail.com, or you can – well, actually, three ways, let's say that. Email us at nintendodads at gmail.com. Hit us up on our social media or Patreon uh, or you can call in and leave a voicemail at 929 25 ads. That's 929-256-3237. We love voicemails as well. Mecha Dragon 101 asks us this. What do you classify as a 2D side-scroller or game in general versus a 3D side-scroller or game? Do you think it depends on the graphics of the game, whether or not it's a 2D or 3D game like Super Mario World versus 64, or if the player can walk around in a 3D space like Soul Calibur, for instance, wouldn't that make Pokin Tournament a 2D and 3D fighter? That's a great question. Um, let's throw this over to, to Jesse. Jesse, you and I have been around, and, and I would say probably you and I and Tim, because, uh, Justin, you're a little bit younger, okay? Yeah, We're giving you the benefit of the doubt. That's fair. Uh, that's we've fair been one. around to see the transition from mainly 2D to 3D more than justin has um what do you think about this jesse uh,
3: i think of it more like like metroid dread when you're actually playing it the camera is fixed so you're only playing on a 2d plane so i would call that 2d gameplay even though it's using 3d models even though the cutscenes will will tw- twerk the camera to, for, to to a different perspective yeah thank you justin uh so it, it does it, it does show the depth in the third dimension but when you're actually running around you're only doing it on two axes so i would say you know that's a 2d game uh and tournament i kind of looked at a video because i've never played that and i did see the moving around and you know on both the X and the Y axis of the arena plus jumping. So yeah, that would be a 3d fighter because it
1: does change in the middle of the match. I mean, there's a, um, a 3d element when you are far away and a 2d element when you were close. Okay. So I would call it, it almost a hybrid. Uh,
3: yeah. That could be a hybrid, but yeah. So yeah, I, I, I only saw like a 10 second clip and they kept their distances and were, it was like, uh, Napoleon versus a Gengar. So they were using their range attacks. Yeah. A lot. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, I think for uh, Tim, well, let me before I say something, Tim, what do you think? What let's respond about, to Mecca's question here about Pokemon?
0: Pokemon Pokemon tournament specifically? Is
3: or that gonna, just in general? Oh, no,
0: he, asked, he asked,
1: you know, like how do you what do you classify as a 2D side scroller or game in general? versus a three D side scroll. Right. 3D. Yeah. I I mean, I don't think I can say
0: any more than what Jesse already said. It's like you know, the differences between the planes that you're playing on.
1: Yeah. Your your 2D games were generally left to right. Uh think Mario, Mega Man, even old Capcom games that were licensed like Chippendale, Rescue Rangers, Darkwing Duck, things like that's coming to mind. But anything that does not go into a a a that z-axis plane or spin around a character uh i think um is it's yep. a 2d game
0: so yeah, even some of
1: the 2d side scroll
0: the side scrollers geez i can't talk today uh have that implemented some 3d aspects like being able to jump to the foreground or the background type of thing muds is a
1: great example yeah of that. that type of thing but it's still 2d
0: yes or even other m where it was side scrolling for most of the game but switch to a 3d aspect sometimes too Mm -hmm. so yeah like you talked about there's some hybrid elements uh but mainly the i think it is the main gameplay mechanic is basically if you're on that flat plane that's going to be a 2d side scroller anything else where you can control the camera and move around and look around that's going to be
3: your 3d
1: two-dimensional
3: yeah, so uh, Becca d- brings up Crash Bandicoot, which is, again kind of leads into that hybrid because you know, you, yeah, you're able he- to move, like if if the camera, if you're running towards the camera, you can move left and right, you know, forward and backward and jump, but then you reach a certain point and then the camera, and then it'll shift to you running right. So yeah, it's kind of like a kind of Mother M does the same thing. So yeah, it's kind of, I would, I'd say it's like, yeah, like a hybrid, you know, two D game. Pl- it's like two D gameplay that changes which dimensions you're looking at from time to time. Yeah, yeah he, that was ha- follows, those those are hard to hard to classify.
1: He follows up with this question in Twitter. Um, I think this has a lot to do with this question. Actually, he says, "What would you say is the worst year in gaming? Uh, early three D. Every time, sorry." Nintendo 64, PS1 era, Sega Saturn.
3: So you're like 96? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, I was thinking through like three, three date ranges. Uh, Tim, you go next, and I'll... And I'll
0: no, uh, I'm actually I'll, thinking, because that's a good one. Uh, okay. Just the 95, you 96.
2: Yeah. Uh, I, I would say... <sighs> 2014 through to 2017, I think we're probably the worst years in video games, uh, specifically uh, for Nintendo. Okay. Is that the question?
3: Yes. Okay. So, okay. <laughs> so, yeah. Marty said one of my date ranges. Justin said the second of my date ranges. Well, Tim, can you guess my third? Or are you, you want me to say it while you think? Go ahead. You go ahead. I'm thinking uh, pre Nintendo. This is like 82, 83. Oh, geez. That'd be with, Atari. <laughs> yeah. The, the Atari and television, ColecoVision era when the The whole market yeah. crashed. Yes. Because of games like, you know, Pac Man, ET, that, you know, overproduced and undersold, and then just a whole bunch of third parties just, just put out crap with no supervision. And it was, there was no it's... licensing. That's why Nintendo Nintendo invented the licensing program. And See, I yeah, go ahead. Sorry, which kind of put confidence back into the consumers.
0: I'm having a hard time thinking of bad years or worse years because I, again, I always look at the silver lining of those times. It's like you guys mentioned those those times, like before when it crashed. I had my dad went out went to all the garage sales. We had the 5200, mm. and we ended up probably owning all the 5200s and games in oh, the Oh yeah, area. we got a crap ton of games because
3: <laughs> my mom could buy them for three dollars each or yeah, five dollars each. every
0: garage sale we we had like every game.
3: So no, it was these like, were like new games, like from Toys R Us. Yeah, new games too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like like uh, the and then the bargain bins, the clearance bins to <laughs> get these out of here. And then with the 3D era, I wasn't really playing it
0: because I was really playing games on the go. So my Game Boy, Game Boy Advance, uh, Game Boy, all my Game Boys were the games I was playing, the systems I was playing during those years. And then again, with the Wii U era, when there was a Wii U game, I was playing a Wii U game. When there wasn't on the Wii U, I was playing anything there. I was playing on my DS or 3DS, you know, systems. So it's 3DS. So I think...
2: Yeah, I think, the, I think the other year that was probably really bad for video games in general, I think. So if we look at the actual like industry holistically, I think the early 90s were a really tough time. Now, you're thinking, what? Early 90s doesn't make sense. You have to remember the early 90s was actually when all uh, video games were under fire for a lot of their content. Mm. Uh, and this is when the ESRB ratings board came in. And although the ESRB ratings board is really important and critical, and I think it's value, the kind of the drag through the drag through the streets, if you would, that the video game industry ended up coming through. The Senate a lot more hearings of a was combat exactly right? right. Was was such a was such a I think a downshot for the for the industry. Like I think the outcome with the the ESRB ratings was good, and it kind of it kind of it kind of evolved it from being a you know, kid kind of industry uh, to something that required ratings, right? Something similar to what you'd see for music or something you'd see similar to um, um, TV shows and movies, right? But I think the other part of it, as well as a lot of the, a lot of the, Um, And this is a bit of a dark topic, but when you think of some of the gun violences that have been associated with uh, around the world, uh, a lot of it comes back to, oh, this person plays a video game. They play Call of Duty. They play this. They play that. Right. And so sometimes there's those direct, there's, there's, they're playing Grand Theft Auto, right? There's, there's some correlations of content uh in regards to the general mass populace and kind of the consciousness of thought around something. And then the actual industry, and I think at times video games has been kind of this scapegoat for a lot of things. And unfortunately, I think that doesn't, that doesn't help the, the industry as a whole, because, because you can scapegoat like. So some, some reasons, but yeah, the reality is that that's, that's a, such a small glimpse. And, and unfortunately sometimes the video game industry is blamed for those things. Right. And I don't think that's naturally, I don't think that's a true correlation, but it's a fear mongering correlation. Uh, and I think that's a dangerous spot for an industry to be in. Um, so that's kind of my, my was, soapbox rant.
0: In my, in high school, I actually wrote a paper on video game violence and yeah. how it was overblown. I thought, you know, I was, it was basically my argument to a newspaper article that I read where they were talking about that, what you were talking about, how parents or people who weren't, who didn't know were talking about how violence was causing these issues in the games, excuse me, games were causing violence or games were the fault of all these things. And I had, I had a, um, you know, a counterpoint to that article that I had to write. So
2: yeah, it's it's so interesting, right? Because because and there's so many, you know, we've yeah. whatever a video game becomes popular in, in society, right? It's very easy for that to kind of be a target of a lot of things, right? Uh, yeah. So Grand Theft Auto was a great example of it. Like, did you know there's a game where your objective is to kill hookers? Right next after the weather, <laughs> right? Like there is this kind <laughs> of like natural news kind of scapegoat. Let's let's fault those things. And then, then I remember what, even seeing articles when Fortnite came out and they're like, this kid puts in 16 hours a, a week on Fortnite. And um, yeah, he's the mom's like, yeah, he seems just very dissocial. And I just bring him his lunch to his room and he just plays video games. And they're like, video games can rot your mind. You're like, no, yes, uh, but maybe parenting would be a good idea here. Right. Right? Like maybe unplug the device and tell them to go outside and control screen time. And like, like, so it's one of those statements of, The ownership, the ownership of it. Right. And so Fortnite all of a sudden is the popular thing. So now everyone's like, oh, well, my kid plays a lot of Fortnite. Are they going to become crazy? Right. And you're and it's that kind of statement of like, no, you need to you need to manage your children. You need to be a parent. You need to be engaged. You need to manage screen time. You need to set boundaries. You need to set consequences. Right. You can't let your children be ruled by a screen. And so unfortunately, there's this kind of this, this uh, insidious evil idea that video games literally will just seep into your brain and will rot you from the inside out. Right. And this is kind of the way the mass media has spun it in a lot of cases. When you look at, it, especially if people are like, what are you ranting about, Justin? Ladies and gentlemen, go to Google search in like mid nineties news clips of like video games, video game violence, the Senate hearings, any of this kind of stuff, but it, but it cycles, right? It was, it was mortal combat. Next, it becomes you know uh, Call of Duty. Next, it's Fortnite. Next, it's Grand Theft Auto. Like like just add and whatever it is, it becomes that insidious thing, right? When the reality uh, is is that the connection, the correlation between those things are are, are 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 almost none, if any, right? And really is like no, if you just engage be a parent do your job right help your kids out make them be proper social people then you're all right um so so this is my soapbox rant of like when video games have become scapegoats for right just problems in society that's frustrating Um, just
0: like episode says just like comics books music Yeah, you know, all those things. Yep. Yeah. Well, that's like anything, like any too much of anything is a bad thing,
2: right? We all know this, right? Like, yeah, I would love to sit at home all day and eat McDonald's and play video games, but we all know that I'm going to die early from that. Right. right? And I'm going to be like, oh. a not a, not a good person. So balance I'm is not critical to for anything. That? Sorry. Listen, I'm not, listen, <laughs> God bless America. You know what I'm saying? Like you guys just do whatever you want down there. Right. So yeah. It reminds me when I,
3: you know, Part of my bachelor's degree, right? <laughs> and the, the composition class that everyone has to take and no one likes. You know, the only th- thing that can keep kept me sane doing that class was I tried to t- write on things that I care about. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. You know. That's why I mean, wrote that paper, and for English. For learned art as, as much <laughs> as I could. Language. And arts so that was our persuasive paper and our informative paper. Kind of had to have a shared link. The whole point is, you know, as you're doing your research, you can you collect sources that could be used for both, or you find a source that may not be useful for one but could be used for the other. So, like I ended up, my inform my informative paper was history of sex and violence in video games. You know, this is you know starting back you know, like with uh, Custer's Revenge. So. Google that if you dare, uh, if you don't know what that is. Um, you know, in the Atari 2600 era, this is around the time that GTA 4 was just released. So this is still PS3, Xbox 360 era. And then my my persuasive paper was why I think GTA 4 should be a rated A-O. <laughs> nice. So I, you, I did you a, keep that paper? I might have them somewhere on a shared drive, but I, I did get good grades on them. Nice. I'll, I'll I see have Mecca, to look for those.
2: I see Mecca's statement of, I appreciate how Justin has turned my question into a life lesson.
3: <laughs> Sorry, Mecca. <laughs>
2: Apologize.
1: That's what parents do. That's I was about to say, that's exactly what dads do. <laughs> well, son, <laughs> I know that uh, this has uh, been happening to you, but let your old dad sit down here and uh, give you a little uh, history lesson from my own life. Two hours later. uh that's how i married your mother Uh, (laughs) a couple of questions here from discord chris hl94 asks uh if the future of games is cloud slash digital sales wouldn't backward compatibility no longer be an issue for any console separate question what is the ideal physical medium for games going forward for those who insist on buying physical
3: discs or carts so oh, okay. For the first question, I would say kind of true. Well, still it depends. The because recently the the X X Cloud servers or whatever they call themselves now recently upgraded themselves from Xbox One like hardware to Xbox Series like hardware. So even though you're playing the same games, they are now running on more powerful hardware. Whether you tell the difference or not. Who knows? Because you know mm. the video compression and the lag mulches a lot of that anyway. So, but say if the next generation Xbox just completely by the its architecture is not compatible with Xbox Series, then those games would still have would have to run on separate hardware even to clock, to stream. You may be able to access them with the same stream service, but they would have to be run on different hardware. So that's kind of a mixed. Maybe answer. <laughs> yeah, I'll kind of maybe reverse
2: engineer the question. Which medium do I not want uh, physical physical in anymore is, is disks, right? I think that disks can just become scratched too easily. I think they're too bulky. They can be chipped very easily. Uh, so if I was to say like a, a physical medium, I would think cartridges. I do like the switch cartridges. Although this will sound odd. My argument is I actually think they're too small, um, especially as a parent. Like I took, I took one out today and I'm like, Oh, where did I put that? Right. And I was like, yeah, just need to make sure. I'm like, it's like, it's, it's yeah. Hmm. Right. Yeah. So this I think is a that's good size cartridge.
3: Yeah. I'm, like but I'm holding that, up. I'm holding up in television as Donkey
2: Kong. Yeah. You're not sucking that up with the vacuum or if you are like, you see it and you're being deliberate <laughs> about it. Right. Right. Where like the other one, I'm like, Oh my gosh, it would just take a moment. I've, I remember I was cleaning out the car one day or our, our, our SUV and I'm like getting the vacuum ready. I'm like getting my hands between the crevices, right. Pulling out stuff. I'm literally pulling out DS cartridges because my girls had like taken the DS in the car and they were on a road trip and they were just swapping cartridges back and forth and they like fell down in the cracks or whatever. And I'm like, Oh, there's, there's Mario party. Right. And so yeah. uh, like, had I not, had I taken the shot back in there? have mm-hmm. been God never saw it. Right. Um, So if we're talking physical cartridge, physical, I would I prefer the cartridge Um, talking about kind of the future of gaming. What I mean, we can get on a soapbox about clouds, but I'm not going to. What I'd really like is just a unified, unified account system. And so really, really what I mean, this is like whatever Nintendo's next console is, I don't want to have to buy Mario Odyssey again. Right. Mm-hmm. I don't want to have to like any of that stuff. Like it's like, it, it's an ID. I log into it. I mean, it's just, I mean, here's, I basically want an Apple ID, but it's a Nintendo ID and whatever platform I go, whatever, whatever they have, all I have to do is put in my credentials and it logs me in well, you know, like PSN. and I have access to it.
3: PSN yeah, has have yeah, sure. been doing this since day one. I, sure. It still has records of all my PS3 purchases, all my PS Vita purchases, even yeah. though I, I don't, have those systems anymore
2: yeah that's what that's what i want right and nintendo doesn't do that and that pisses me off because the amount of times that i have bought super mario 2 uh, and that's on me i recognize that that's also on me right but like come on right like that is like when you i th- that is the biggest thing that i get angry about and so i mean really that's the situation that google stadia is in right now and i'll use that as an example right all the games i have or all the games i have for stadia is tied to my stadia id and guess what my stadia id is my google id right so i sign in boom they're there i can literally jump on a browser and i can jump in playing them the accessibility of it is critical so i think what we really need again especially in, in using your question here chris if the if cloud gaming is the future of stuff whatever it is right just accessible ids that allow you to grab that kind of content so
3: yeah i yeah, I, I agree I, with I mean, you I, Ahead, I know G- GameCube disks are really fragile. I don't know if I have any that still work, because they're all scratched up or lost.
1: I think that uh, like, as I think about this moving forward, um, I don't want to admit that Cloud is the future, but it probably is. the The problem I have with that and the issues I have with that is that cloud means that we don't ever really own anything. But you Does that make sense? But you don't own anything anymore.
2: Like like your your Apple ID, your music that you stream, your Netflix library. Like like we have slowly been moving towards a digital entertainment infrastructure for a while. Now I know Marty you live in the boonies, so it's a little bit different than you, right? But like I haven't bought a CD in probably five or six years, I have not bought a physical yeah, DVD. I a CD,
1: and I can't say when.
2: Probably DVD is it. So we were we were ready as an as a society made this decision to go digital. But like, and there's digital books, there's digital, see, you know, like all these video games is kind of the last frontier. But the reason is the price tag on video games is so much higher than these other things. So the value seems crazy, but uh, like, I mean, the work that Xbox is doing on game pass, that's, I mean, that's it, right? That's yeah. your, that's your Xbox. I mean, that's your yeah. Apple yeah. music uh, equivalency of it. Yeah. And the I amount of people bought- that I have seen that says I will just buy a game pass subscription for a year. Guess what? You don't own. You own a device. And even you don't even need to own the device. I could do it for a web browser. Right? Like we're already moving that 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 way. And I know that there's people in the chat are gonna get angry at me. They're like, but I want physical. That's fine. There's still a place for vintage CD or sorry, vintage um. Uh, vinyls, right for music, you can so, still buy.
3: Vinyls have outsold
2: TV CDs yeah.
3: for the first time. Like,
2: so there becomes there becomes an industry for it. But we've
1: been going this way for a while. So let me push back on this, and I'll say this: that the only reason that Game Pass is what it is is because Xbox has crap all for first party games. No, I don't and think that's true. To, they have to have they have to have Game Pass well, well, because they, have they don't have Game games. Pass. They have Halo, but, and if that's have- it.
3: They have good games, but they have five instead of right, 15 but they, or 20. Well, what
2: that, they have done, they have gone out and purchased it. They have they, they have made an acquisition and they have made a value value statement, which is this is the method we're going to use. You're right. They don't have the first party lineup the way they, they would normally, right? But but even if but they're still saying I've got we've got the library to do it, right? We can like I I I don't know. I think I think that is the banger of an idea. And I think that's the way future going to go. Inevit- like I, l- I literally think about buying an Xbox a lot and I'm like, all I'm going to do is get game pass. I'm not picking up a physical thing. Why would yeah. I? Now, again, I realize that at the end of that life cycle, I don't own anything except for that device. That's it. But that's, but that's the same thing with my, with my iPhone.
0: That also depends on the type of gamer you are too, because it's like, I've learned over time that I just I keep pushing forward because I end up not having time to go back to older games that I did like to go replay them. As much as I'd like to go back and replay a lot of the Metroid games I love, I just don't have the time. You know, maybe when I retire, that would be nice. You know, that that old folks home we talked about, you know, where we go there, they better have a good setup where I can play all those systems through the years that I loved and be able to play those games. But again, it comes down to how are they going to be able to do that? Are they going to be using the old cartridges? We found that the old cartridges, some of those don't work anymore because the batteries go or the Mm -hmm. batteries leaked and got all over those and all that kind of stuff. So it's, it's just basically what kind of game going back to the, what kind of gamer you are? It's just basically what kind of gamer you are to decide once you play a game, are you going to go back to it? Because you loved it. Like, I love Metroid Dread, right? We've talked about that possibly being a game of the year for a lot of us. Am I going to go back and play that again sometime in the future? I would love to. But when I look back at all the other games that I've played, I may have played them, you know, a couple levels. And then I don't, I don't go back through the whole thing because I'm moving on to the next thing. And I'm slowly learning to have to let go of that, the past, And just go ahead and just do the Game Pass thing or do the um, thing where it's not going to cost me much because I've realized that I'm not going to go back to those games unless it's in that library. Like the what we got with NSL, being able to go back to Super Nintendo games because that was my favorite system. Is every game on there that I love? No, it's not but I can go back there and play it whenever I want now because it's there in the cloud and I could, or however they work it, you know, and play it. And, you know, I can play super Metroid whenever I want. So
3: yeah. games is still unique because they, it is a, a fluid medium, you know, up it's really easy to update a game. Well, it, it well, it's, it's not impossible to update a movie. I'm looking at you cats. Um, you can even change music. I'm looking at the Aladdin soundtrack from 1992, three, you know, if you, the original theatrical release and what you see on a DVD, the songs changed. So anyway, but uh, so yeah, they ha- can happen, but it's really hard to do because someone who still has that first print disc will have that first print song. But because you know, like someone who, who wants to play shining diamond, Pearl, whatever that is 20 years from now, if the servers update servers are not up, they're stuck with 1.0.0 and not even yeah. going to get the day one patches. And, yeah. in, in terms of, and while you said a lot of people are not even buying DVDs anymore, I still do buy Blu rays on movies and stuff I want. Like I just picked yeah. up Neon Genesis Evangelion Blu ray for the first time. And of course, yeah. I still rip them. So I have a digital copy in my library, but I still have the physical disc. Yeah, I
2: think there's, yeah, yeah so I agree. There's a couple things I want to say here. So, first, $2 hero, uh, Seth. Uh, your statement of like Microsoft super cares about bringing people in the Game Pass. Uh, my argument there, and I think uh, you and I are on the same page there, uh, Seth, is that uh, Microsoft is using games like Halo and like Forza as the hook to get someone into that ecosystem, right? Like, w- like here you go, it's coming out. Like, here's the deal: I've subscribed to Game Pass because Halo's coming out in December. That is the big game. I know I want to play that. I want to play with my friends. You have got me in, right? Instead of me dropping that money, that's what that's what they want, and that's how it's going to work. And I think they are changing the game and that is the model we need to look at. Here's the other thing about games. I think games has a different, has a different lifespan. I think maybe this is just what we we're talking about then, a movie or a CD has, right? When we think of a game, a game is, is, can be immersive. Right, it can tell a different story. You can feel very connected to the character in regards to, you know, build your own. Like your, I think your level of emotional, intellectual, intellectual, and and, and I think a lot of a physical investment in a video game is different than a uh, movie or music. Right, these are passive entertainment, where a video game is usually an active entertainment. Right, and so I think we become vested in a different way. So I think that that the just that vestment that storytelling creates a different value proposition for us in, in terms. And so these are some hard disconnects as well. So, yeah. but we've ranted a lot about it.
1: Good, good, good discussion there. One last quick question here from Mark Campy, who is a brand new patron of the show, by the way. Uh, he says, what are your thoughts on 8-Bit Christmas coming up on HBO Max? For those of you who don't know what we're talking about, yep. uh, it's a brand new movie from, starring Neil Patrick Harris. Uh, that is a, It's a Christmas movie. About a child's desire to own a Nintendo, an NES, when he is young, and how that has uh, affected him as an adult. I think it, it looks
3: hilarious. It's, it's uh, how I met you. That's how I met my NES.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It basically is. Uh, he asked if any of us are looking forward to it. And then I asked, Have any of us watched Playing with Power on Crackle? I am looking forward to this movie. Day one watch. Uh, what about the rest of you guys?
3: I'm also looking forward to it. I showed the t- link to the trailer to my wife and she wants to watch this as well. Yep. I'm definitely on board and watching it as well. Mecca goes, so it's a gaming version of a Christmas story. Yeah. It kind of sounds like what it is. Yes. So up in Canada,
2: HBO Max is under a service called Crave. So I know how a lot of you have like HBO Max. You get like the day it's released in Canada. Some of those things like Wonder Woman's a great example of it. Um, The Mortal Kombat movie that was on HBO Max, as I recall, right? Um, Those come to us uh, several months later. (laughs) So I might not be seeing it until February or March, unless I've decided to pay for HBO Max as a separate, line which i don't know if you can do here it may they may end up pushing it day and date uh here but typically they don't um so i may Just have to reach find out to
1: them way. justin and see if they'll send it to you on a dvd yeah well you know hey we've done VPN. reviewer
2: codes before
3: for videos remember that yeah <laughs> insert vpn endorsement here yeah <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah so uh we definitely be looking for i've not watched playing with power on crackle i know it's a nintendo documentary i
3: completely forgot uh, about that, that because yeah. i don't have crackle I don't use. I've never used it before. Crackle free. You can download it on your PlayStation, Jesse. Yeah, I think it is free. I just forgot about it.
1: Crackle, smackle. I don't
0: know. I started Uh, watching it and I don't remember.
3: (laughs) And that's that's playing
0: with power. Yes, playing with power is a documentary. Yep. So it was
2: actually I remember
1: it being pretty good, and then I only watched the first episode because I think it's a series. See if
2: it's available up here. I think there's another one,
1: or... the one that Charles Martinet voiced that was on Netflix. I watched a couple episodes uh of, of and then never finished. It's a shame. Oh.
3: But... Don't know which anyway. one that is, but
1: yeah. Oh, cool.
2: Crackle is not available in your region. Screw you. Uh
1: you can probably
0: watch it on uh, Justin needs to look at the VPN. Looks at, yeah. look at <laughs> Dude, Crackle used to
2: be available in Canada. What the hell happened here? <laughs>
0: Okay. We have to do watch parties. We did talk about watch party for that, but because of yeah. the time frame that's coming out, I, I was going to look into trying to do it, but just I'm too busy with moving. So
1: <laughs> Right. Well, guys, that just about wraps up uh, episode 351 of Nintendo Dads. Thank you for hanging with us uh, this week. As we close out the show, we want to say a huge thanks to our Patreon producers. That's Dave Ernsberger, Antonio Contronio, Metroid Hunter 101, and Solo Something, also, we want to say huge thanks to our YouTube subscribers, 5, uh, 5,799 of you that are subscribing to us over on YouTube and almost 1,200 on Twitch. Also, 24 of you uh, have a Twitch Prime and Toss a Subscription our way, uh, which gets you access to Discord and all the other things as well. Uh, we want to point you guys over to nintendodads.org you can check out our website for all kinds of things, including our social feeds, email addresses, merch, and all that good stuff. And again, you can call in and leave a voicemail at 929-25N-DADS or 929-256-3237. We'll play it on the show. We'll answer your question, or you can email us at nintendodads at gmail.com. Big thanks to OC Remix for the music we use throughout the show. And a reminder, wherever you listen to us, whatever your podcast app of choice is, Uh, go there leave a five-star review write some nice words about us help people find the show so this has been episode 351 hope you've enjoyed it for me for justin for jesse for tim we'll see you next time bye-bye
2: into Nintendo
0: ads
1: you gotta get your together you know what I'm saying? <laughs>